Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D commentators are me, Lucas, and me, Emma, and we are back. We are finally back after a long break due to the SAG after strike. I needed it, and then, well, yeah, it also happened that like the strike ended, and then we went on a long vacation, and then you got sick, and then we had the holidays. I would, and then you got sick, vacation. and then I got that sick. That should be a tax write-off. We went to Disney World. We did research for this. That's podcast. technically accurate. Yes. So, and I basically was after that vacation sick until through yes. Christmas. Yeah, you were sick like through thanksgiving and then, and then i like, got sick again and then you got sick again and, and now then, luke got sick and now i'm a little sick so if i sound a little off that's why but you know what we've left you guys hanging long enough and we are here today to finally discuss the disney channel classic cheetah girls 2 cheetah girls 2 a much requested long-awaited addition to our episode list which i know you in particular to the annals of history yes which i know you've been looking forward to in i love this movie i i have a controversial take i thought it was okay i did you know what i like about it is there's basically no plot yeah that's kind <laughs> of me so i liked this as a kid it's like an extended music video it, it's, it's like, a bunch of music that's a videos. really great way to put it, it actually. a bunch of music videos stitched together and to me it's almost like coco melon like, i'm just watching <laughs> the shapes dance and i'm having such a good time i genuinely think the people who wrote this movie said, what if they went to Barcelona? And then someone said... And someone and said, done. What, what el- no, they said, and what else happens? And they said, uh, they go, go to, to Barcelona. Barcelona. That's it. That's the, the really the end of the story. They say, we, we they eat some tapas. There's hot guys. What more do you need? Oh, the freaking guys in this. I, I, I <laughs> loved them. I, the one was okay. The other one I hated. There's basically no conflict. And, and I like how they they're completely like, conflict they, they try for there to put in the conflict. For five minutes. For fi- but it's like, it's a weird series of valleys and... Uh, uh, peaks where it's like you know rising action we're going to Barcelona we're going to Barcelona we're in Barcelona we're discovering all these new and things fun. we're meeting new people we're having a great time and Gabriella is like mildly pissed off for a good chunk of it but nothing ever actually comes to a head until I swear to god the last like there's like a 15 minute chunk where two that, things yeah, was, happen yeah. and that is the only and then it's like and now it's time for the end of the movie yes. and then it's like here's one little tiny bit more conflict but then that's but really then bad that's that's resolved that's immediately. really doesn't matter and then the overarching plot that we've set up we're not even gonna really resolve that it's like fun girls in Spain. That's the plot it's, of this movie. It's like a Cheetah Girls travel vlog, essentially. I, and, and I said, I, it's, not, it's not, okay, it's not awful for the record. I didn't hate it, but I remembered liking this so much as a kid, and uh, I was kind of let down is all Still I Still mean. liked it. I know you would. I loved it. You, you're, a, you're a Cheetah Girl till you die. Some could say I liked it better than the original. Really? Because I thought the original was more stressful, and this was relaxing. It de- yeah, relaxing's kind of a good word. I, I, like, I, they were like, I felt like the friction between the group and between Gabriella and like with the record deal. Okay, Galleria. Galleria. What is what did I just say? Gabriella. That's Gar- high school musical. Galleria. Which there is a Gabriella esque musical number in this. Yeah, I wrote that in the note, <laughs> um, and I was like, should I fast forward? But then it kind of pops off a little bit. Anyway, I truly was like, that felt like real tension and like the stakes felt higher for some reason in the first movie in that like that was like a record deal like I never was like really concerned about this like, I like think, what song we... contest in Spain and neither was Ga- neither, yeah, no, neither I, was Gabriel I, I, she was all... like I'm gonna hit it I yeah, don't no, care. That, yeah honestly like that was my point is like a big source of the tension between the cheetah girls in this is like gallery of course being like the ultimate we want to pop off we want to get like get our we name on the get a record we, and she's hers. not wrong 
she's not wrong. But also, I'm kind of with the rest of the cheater girls being like, girl, we're in Spain yeah, right now. Do. Like, we're, like, I, like, I, if Here's I, the thing. If I was a 15-year-old, 16, they're juniors now, 17. If I was a 17-year-old girl in Barcelona, yeah. um, which I'm not going to keep calling it that. You I know should. that's I know that's how you say it. Um, but in Barcelona, and I discovered that this is a very difficult music competition to win. I'm like, well, we're probably not going to win. So let's just have an amazing okay, Spanish vacation. This was my exact note about the movie. If I was in this situation. Situation. Okay, like as an adult watching this, I I can understand and respect that Galleria is not wrong. 100%. I saw a TikTok about this recently, so I am citing that source of like, she's just trying to get these bitches to rehearse for a contest that they flew all the way out here for. Like, yes. she's not asking that much, and they're kind of all acting like dickheads. But on the same, on the opposite side of that coin, if I was actually in the scenario, I'd be behaving like these idiots. Yeah, 100. Yeah, like if a cow was asking me to come teach a hip hop class, I'd be out of there, motherfucker. It's like, uh, it's like how we like to say sometimes that they're both right and they're both wrong. Absolutely. But it's in the, in the most low stakes way yes. possible because it's kind of like a win-win either way it's like you win you rehearse you get good for this competition or you have an amazing spanish vacation yeah i will also say emma and i have been to barcelona, barcelona. Uh, and the entire time i was like oh we've been there we've been there we've been there yeah, I, I was just calling okay, out all this the tourists something shit. that like another like another film podcast that was into like a more serious one talks about but like it's so true like i am such a sucker for just like shooting on location in real europe like that that also elevates this movie for me like yeah i don't care what's it's so beautiful when they're walking through the streets, I was like, oh, the villa they're staying at? It's, oh. it's fucking gorgeous. So I, I'm going to do this quick spoiler ahead of time is like, there's a big contention about whether or not Chanel's going to have to move to Spain. And at the end, it turns out. It's not really a big issue. No, it's not a big issue. But they're like, no, we're going to live in New York. And I said, the second Chanel goes to college, they're moving we're back into this villa. villa. It is incredible. I was, but it's just like, it's all so gorgeous. It's, there's so much to look at. The fuck, even the fucking venue where they had the last concert. Like, I would so much rather be here than Manhattan Magnet High School, where the fuck I was in the beginning like it's gorgeous oh absolutely like the, the, yeah, just the, the, play, the, the outdoor, the, the outdoor the, it's incredible like like that's the thing I feel like they realized they couldn't do this without going like, to Spain did the like the Spanish tourism board it feels like that? it right it feels like it because I feel like every little cheetah girl much like my sister watching this was like I need to go to Barcelona no, literally and when and when and if you get on TikTok right now Luke there are girls that still do when you go to the um park well the, the bench that oh, we sat yeah, yeah, on yeah, you know yeah. we went there with our tour tour guide um that lovely woman diana if you're listening i know you're <laughs> i loved you um but we went up with our tour guide and there's girls that do the kick up thing like because it is so iconic it's it's weirdly yeah yeah i agree um but let's just hop right into it yeah because yeah we open on so the this was directed by kenny ortega which is why it feels oh, like did he direct this? oh he did yes he i know he did the choreography i saw him do that i think that's but, why i like but i saw so but he didn't direct the first one he did direct this though as i recall but we do open on the manhattan magnet high school as the cheetahs are performing in a, what i thought was a dream i thought i was like oh we're jumping right in yeah and I thought this was a, uh, a a dream sequence because they're performing for the graduating senior class of their high school. And so I thought, oh, the Cheetah Girls, they're graduating now. They well, are. I thought it was a, literally a ceremony for them since the entire school was decorated Cheetah-themed. And people were well, wearing... Well, that's why I thought it was a cheetah, dream. They, that's why they, I thought it was like, a dream because yeah, the whole was, thing is Cheetah-themed. Was their graduation Cheetah-themed? I, I, I Also a possibility. But I, that was my those were my two thoughts. I'm like, are, is this a dream sequence or are they like graduating? They're putting on like a goodbye performance for everybody. And the answer is no. It's for the graduating class, which they are not a part of. They are juniors. And they're going into the summer between their junior and senior okay. year, uh, I believe is what's happening. And so they do the performance um, to a pretty good song. Which one is this? The party's just begun. Yes. Got the right moves. Cheetah girls. Mm. That's it. Uh, Very good cheetah fashion. Also here. at this point, this is like one of the few times in the in the, this movie since we are 
in Spain. I think they do a lot of fun stuff with the wardrobe. This is one of the few times where they are in the, the classic cheetah regalia, like the I agree, denim yes. to black. Which I was print. expecting at the end, but then they go full oh, Spain. I don't save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. Okay, also, by the way, 95% of my notes for this movie, again, I remember it happened for the first one, is just me typing lyrics to these fucking songs. Like, my notes right here are, do it like you know it's never been done, go a little creepy, have too much fun. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna allow you to sing one <laughs> song in this, so you just sang it. No, I actually just... didn't know that from when I started. But it's kind of like HSM2, where like, I like the like, start off with a bang, get me with a musical number, let's hit the ground running, and then we're starting at summer. Like, they're already Yeah, I, I literally have a note that's like this, I, as much as, uh, what time is it from HSM2 is a summertime yes. anthem, this deserves yes. to be a summertime anthem. The party just begun. The party has just begun. Like, the lyrics of the song are so very specific to it being like, summer, like, the year is now over. And now <laughs> we're going to Spain and it's like... <laughs> No, they don't know about Spain yet. But they finish their number and go backstage to change. And they have, like, the most rapid-fire conversation. And they say the craziest shit that's, like, totally irrelevant in the grand scheme. If there's five like, different conversations going on But also, on why did I do this info dub if they're all just gonna end up in Spain? Like, it's like, Aqua's going home to Houston. There are other people who are going to NYU. Like, why the fuck are they talking about NYU? Aren't they juniors going to be seniors? Yeah, so... so they're like, I mean, NYU can't deny those grades. And I was like... The fuck? What are I guess they're referencing that you're going to be starting to apply for college, like, next also, year. Also, Chanel got a 1600 on the SAT. Can we talk <laughs> about that? That's a fucking perfect score. I know. I did notice that, yeah. And they're like, Chanelicious. And I'm like, guys, what? She's Chanel a is a certified genius, genius, apparently. Which, I mean, good, good for her. I thought Aqua was the smart one. Or is she the dumb one? Uh, it depends on the scene, I think. Because sometimes yes and sometimes no. I think no. they also said she's something insane about her, and, and, like, her academic prep. Maybe they're all just geniuses. I just feel like that's the joke. I also thought Dorinda was smart. Uh, I guess. I mean, they're all, they all go to a magnet high school. They have to Maybe be, kind of, they have to be yeah. kind of smart. Uh, but most of I don't care about any of that shit, because who shows up? These two fabulous fucking divas. <laughs> This is I want to say, I was talking to my friend Jenny. Shout out to Jenny. We were on a long drive for New Year's Eve, and I brought up the fact that we were doing this movie. The first thing she said was like, wasn't the mom in that just like a badass, fabulous bitch? And I was like, hell yeah, she was. Emma, what is she serving? Cunt. Like, that's what I'm saying about Kenny O. Kenny O knows how to take what worked in the first movie and just magnify it. And he was like, I don't care about anyone's life situation, home situation, except for the two moms. Uh, also, my favorite. Dorothy and Garibaldi. My favorite narrative choice in any movie was made. Cut the husband. You don't I, need him. I liked the husband, though. But we didn't need him. He was a wonderful All Italian All his chef. lines could now be her lines, which is better. He had barely any lines. She is the main character, because she's their, like, manager. Yeah. And, uh... Momager. Momager. Momager, as she would say. And then Chanel's mom is just... Juanita. Juanita is just absolutely uh, here Gorgeous. to get... And here to get absolutely railed by the Spanish oh guy. Oh, my God. Gowns. That's all and she also, cares about. She's very stylish. Gowns, beautiful gowns. Oh, everyone's stylish. Are you kidding me? Come on. I, and I literally, my, my note was, I was like, Juanita is deaf fucking a guy in Barcelona. And I was oh, like, yeah, knew well, it. Wasn't it the, is it the same guy from the first one? We never see him in the I first one. I didn't think it was the same guy. I thought, I it, I thought, it, was, I thought it was also named Luke. Uh, but I thought he was not like, but Not like my name, it's L-U-C. In my remembering badly of the first one, her boyfriend was French. Oh. Maybe he lives in Paris now and that's how they met or something. Maybe he's originally Spanish. I think they do actually say that like he normally lives in Paris. Okay, because like I remember that. him living in Paris. That was remember. Maybe I, I thought I just remembered that his name was Luke. So I, because I was like, that's my name, but no, but it's like not. But like French. But like, I assumed he was off camera all the time. He was kind of assumed 
into the first one he was first. Yes. But they, they drop in this scene that uh, Juanita and Chanel are supposed to be going to Barcelona to, to visit Luke and his family home over the summer. Like, this is the last time that she is really supposed to be together. Um, not forever, but the summer. And the number one thing on Juanita's mind is she's got to get, get that ring. Ri- that get that ring, ring. sweetie. She's got to get that ring, girl. I like the one with the, with the, with the plan. She is. It's literally. I'm going to drag my daughter the across only, the world. Like, I, I, like, this is not just. Also, a, doesn't Chanel have a brother? Cut the brother. Cut the men. Oh, she did have a little brother. Yeah, I feel like she did. I don't, don't know what happened to that kid. I, whatever. Dead weight on this female-led narrative. I genuinely think the mother forgot the child existed. The yeah. only thing she cares about... Getting dicked down in Barcelona. ...is that ring. That is it. And I love that her actress... Like, I'm gonna say, we're doing this, like, playing it up as a bit, a little bit. No, but the, the, well, but the, the actress, actress the actress is so clearly committed to everything. She's like, I gotta get that goddamn Sometimes ring on my finger. I am watching this movie, guys, I actually shit you not, but when it's just the two older women, and there's multiple scenes like this where they're, like, sitting on the balcony, I forget I'm watching a movie for children. I feel like I'm watching, and just like that, the Sex and the City spinoff. Because these two women are playing it, first of all, they're great actresses, second of all, so realistic, and in my mind, talking about securing the ring, getting dicked down. Like, it feels so elevated and mature at a certain point. The scene where they have the conversation about uh, why he hasn't proposed yet because uh, Chanel's so cold towards him literally feels like, like it's like out of a different movie. Yeah, it's out of an HBO dramedy. Like, 100%. Also, I love that like immediately Chuchi Chanel starts just calling her mom a desperate whore for flying across the world for a Oh man. yeah, she has no time for any of this because not only does she like, she doesn't like Luke just on a basis of... She, but she's not like, I don't like him. She's just like, you're desperate for flying to Spain to chase this she's, guy. You're, you're too thirsty, girl. Yes. Get some water. But then it cuts to and I kind of thought that too, to be honest. I was like, this woman's kind of a, a like a mess. And you're kind of supposed to think that in the first movie that she kind of is unlucky in love and meets these bad guys, and that's why Chanel is so protective because she kind of doesn't have a good picker in terms of like deciding what guy to go with. And so I'm kind of like, oh yeah, she is desperate. And then I see this villain, I'm like, I'd be pretty desperate too. Yeah, it, like that's the thing is I don't understand what Chanel's bar is because I can understand like yeah, her mom's dated some shitheads in the past or something like that. But everything about this guy is a green flag, a massive green flag and I'm like what does a man have to do to pass your barometer ladies start your engine <laughs> I also she, she is open for business 24 hours a day seven I, days a week I think this movie did a bad job here too in terms of like I thought at this point of the conversation when like the girls start freaking out about Chanel needing to move to Spain I felt like you we were extrapolating a little bit I was like that wasn't never brought up that wasn't on the table and it's not something your mom said and to my knowledge, wasn't something Luke ever said. In terms of talking about green flags, like it didn't sound like he was like, you guys need to move to Spain. Yeah, like they I were mean, visiting for the summer. I mean, there's a lot. Well, no, no, no. They're not saying that like she's going to move to Spain and they're never going to see her again. But they're saying like if they get married, they will probably But they start this. acting like that. Like, they like, Emma, like they're never going to see Well, Emma, her. this movie is built on a lot of extrapolations. Literally, the 15 minutes of conflict that we were talking about is literally just someone assuming something's going yeah, to happen. That's, also, I want to just be very clear that they were, they were in like Juanita and Chanel's loft for this scene. Well, after, yeah, that's what they cut to that after, after they're. The, they're yeah. They're in the this back. is what we're talking. We're already yeah. in the scene. We're in the loft, and Juanita has a massive wall size, takes up an entire wall poster of herself from like her modeling days. Because when Juanita was a model, um, and it is just a full-on like Vogue editorial photo of the actress, which appears to be taken yesterday, blown up. Do you wall not have those? I have. It's I, insane I, that I don't. Mine's, mine's getting cleaned right now. But it's it's insane insane that I, and it's one. right behind them for this entire conversation. But yeah, her and Chanel have this whole conversation about you know her going to Spain, and they do this. They make the wish, right? 
Is that, and then... So basically, Chanel suggests, why don't I bring my three friends on our No, 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 no. They, they find out about the contest. No, her. no, this is to her mom. Oh. And her mom's like, absolutely the fuck not. You're not bringing your three friends on our family vacation to stay with my boyfriend. That's like incredibly rude and like imposing. We're not going to do that. So then there's a sleepover, which I love because yes. they're all in silk cheetah pajamas, which I think is so cute and timeless and adorable still to this day. And like I Chanel... I think a lot of the fashion has aged very well. I would not agree, but some of it has. Well, I mean, obviously not the crazy, like the cheetah stuff, obviously, is that, but I feel like the day-to-day... The shit they're wearing in Barcelona is insane. Yeah, but I love it, though, is the thing. I think it looks great. Everyone's wearing a dress over jeans. <laughs> well, that's Disney Channel. They must have been so fucking hot, actually. Oh, God. Well, I wonder what time of year they filmed this. They probably, I, probably filmed it, December. like, the, yeah, they're like the, the off time when there were tourists and stuff. There was no one at Parkwell. Um, But basically, they have the sleepover, and it's, like, that classic, like, it's just an aesthetic that I love, because it reminds me of my childhood. It gives me like that vibe of like, like I'm not joking Emma's childhood was in a way shaped by this film yes absolutely but like that feeling of like silk cheetah pajamas pink rooms beaded curtains almost like those blow up neon chairs like <laughs> early early aughts bullshit I and think like, the blow up chairs is a little 90s but I know what you mean but it was like you know that like neon pink millennial vibe and then like you know big chunky home phones and they have like they have like the real Chinese takeout boxes with the like red thing they're eating oh it was so adorable and they're flipping through magazines that's also really adorable and in one magazine they find well I thought they make the wish first and then it oh yes, yes. you're right that's what you're I said right. they make the wish I thought there's magical realism of in this course movie. they have yeah come on so they wish upon a star I wish that we could do what I don't even remember what the actual actual verbiage of the wishes. It's just that they, they can stay together this summer, go to Spain, whatever. Um, and Emma, you're saying there's magical realism. I genuinely think, much like how the beginning, and again, this is Kenny Ortega, the begin how High School Musical is kicked off by that man uh, picking Troy Gabriel out of the crowd. We call him to the person. We called him the personification yes. of fate. Yes. I think. I think that he this he has taken a new form almost in this film. Um, first as the shooting star, and later as the character we will know as Angel. That man is the personification of fate. I believe so. Yes. Does anyone see him besides Kim? I don't. Someone. It's like apparently he's someone's nephew, but I think that he's covering. I. I think he's covering. When, for when him. he said that's my nephew at the end, I goes, "You see him too?" Yeah, yeah, and like, I was like, "Yes." I don't think that man exists. Um, but they make this wish on the star and they can all go to Spain and then a magical wind of fate blows through and then I don't know. I actually don't remember if that happens or if my brain is just putting that in there. No, you're right. It, yeah. it blows or they start no, no, it blows the page open and they see it yes. and then they start trying to call Spain but it's like They see an ad that there is a new voices competition held in Barcelona and they're like well, we're new voices we can all go and compete we can in this enter. competition and so they go to call and they're like wait a minute it is 4am in Spain currently so we cannot call anybody. They all kind of pass out. Yeah, they set an alarm for actual for like or I am our time. And then they go to call. And Gabrielle and is the one that wakes up, of yes. course, because she's responsible. Galleria. <laughs> Galleria. And then she has to wake up Chuchi to speak Spanish. Yes. Which I love in this movie. I like when she goes, talk to Spain. Talk, talk to, to Spain. Spain. Talk to Spain. I do just love that they fully embrace that, like, they are in Spain. Oh, there will be a lot of Spanish spoken. Also, Chili's is... Chili's? Chuchi. Ch Ch <laughs> are you hungry, Emma? Uh, yes, I actually am hungry. Um, Chuchi is wearing this frilly little eye mask that I love. Yes. And she has really cute pajama fits this whole movie, but this frilly little eye mask that they, like, pull up, and she's talking to the contest, and they're like, you know, the, the date closed, like, you can't... They're not accepting submissions anymore. And then Galleria... Letting no obstacle come between her and what she wants. She says, girls, cheetah sisters. Five, six, and they all just sing into two the bars. Two, two bars. bars. It is like <laughs> they're like, oh, 
Adios mio. Great. <laughs> they, don't, they don't hear that. That's how I imagine on the other line. It's the same assumption. Salvador Dali himself. <laughs> they basically say like we ha we still have to go to Barcelona to uh, audition in person, and they'll maybe consider it. Basically, which is a fucking wild flyer. Well, yeah, absolutely. They're all down immediately. By the way, which I thought was kind of crazy because I was like, "There's no freaking way in hell Dorinda can afford a flight to Barcelona." No, she can't. There is absolutely no shot. Uh, uh, Ak was down because quite literally a foster kid. Aqua I think is rich as fuck. Well, Aqua's down because she's apparently a fan of Enrique Iglesias, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I did not catch that. Yeah, no, I wrote that down. Now they have to go convince the moms. Yes. Once they they've gotten the, the okay from Spain, the country. So they, they they do like a child going in front of a parent asking for a dog, and they're like, "Here's all the research that I've done." And this is why we should go. We're gonna use these airline miles. Dad said I could use his airline. Yeah, the miles. dad is in China, I believe. Sourcing fabrics for Dorothea's purse. Which is wait, okay, okay. <laughs> Isn't he? A chef? He's a chef. In the first movie, he was an Italian chef. I they didn't even. They gave so less of a. They didn't give even enough shit about this character to give him a plausible exit strategy from this movie. Also, I had I forgot that that's why he was gone until you said that. I knew it was in China, but I forgot that it was sourcing fabrics for her purse line. Yes. Later in this movie, she has a whole beautiful speech about like I put aside some dreams when I became a mother, and now I'm thinking maybe it's not too late. And I'm like, your life is amazing. Yeah, her life what rocks. did you put aside? I you, think like she one... has this purse. Line. Line, There's apparently. one throwaway line when they go to their friend's boutique about how, like, she has a smaller, like, customer base, but, like, a smaller, like, boutique-y purse line. Like, these people, I think, are supposed to believe are doing high fashion, almost like couture. So, like, she took the, like, a smaller, mid-level fashion route as opposed to, like, runways in Milan as to what her friends are doing. I, I guess. They're expecting children to understand. <laughs> well, no, it's also just that it's, or, or me, but it's also just that it's, like, it feels like what you were talking about, I forget which episode this was, where you were, like, you're, it's like when your hot friend complains about how hard their life is or something yeah. like that. It's like, woman, you have everything. It's like, oh, sorry, you have a hot Italian husband, a beautiful face, a rocking yeah. body. A lovely the, daughter. The best wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, like, what more do you want? You have so much. Cool friends all over the globe, apparently. Also, but when they're convincing their moms, I'm like, Raven is such a good actress. Like, she's, I, the one thing that I don't love about this movie because I think it is a waste is that they don't give Galleria enough time to be funny because Raven is so funny. And, yeah. And she always has to play kind of like the straight man in a lot of like, like I, why the fuck they she think Aqua good, like, the she, jokes? She like, has some like good quick jokes that she throws out in the middle of dialogue. And it, it's yeah, like, mainly she do that with her eyes closed. But yeah. she like barely has any like funny moments. And like this one where she goes, this is the universe at work. Honestly, I'm afraid not to. Yeah, like, totally, that was yeah. hilarious. And her delivery is so good. And, and then I had a panic for one second that they were all going to go with Manita and Dorothea wasn't going to come on Oh, God. Oh, I'm on the movie. I had a the, the movie would have dropped in such panic. a panic. But, uh, and for the record, yeah, Chanel's mom doesn't really want to go at first. She's like, no, we're not going for this. But then Dorothea's like, well, there's no way all four of you can go without another mother to come with. And I was like, oh, thank God. Thank the Lord. There the is Avengers Endgame moment when she <laughs> says, I am coming to Which Barcelona. Which also is just like, yeah, who would turn down a trip to Barcelona? On, I think Juanita uh, even says, like, I need you to come with. I'm not handling these four bitches alone. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna, I, have like a lot, I have my own shit to do. It's called getting engaged. Um, We're immediately in Barcelona after this scene. Yes. Immediately. No no time. No air travel. We're not in the plane. Yeah, I will say this is a, this movie is a tight, like, hour 30, I think. So tight. It's, it, it is not very no long. No fat on this no, thing. No, no fat. Which, honestly, could have used a little bit, I think. 
Megan. Also, they're all dressed fucking mental <laughs> in this scene. Chanel is in like a skin tight tweed blazer and jean capris, and I was like, and maybe you're right, it's December or something, because I'm like, how are they not fucking boiling? Because also, Aqua's in like a flowy dress, so mm. it's like I'm like they are dressed for different temperatures. Well, and she's from Houston; she's used to the heat. Oh my god! <laughs> they also all dress them in like the same thing. I don't know. I I did not like a lot of their everyday styling in this movie. To be H, I thought it was um, a crazy. yeah, but they're on. Uh, where are those steps? Aren't they like? Isn't that a famous thing that we went to? Those stairs that they're on. You're looking at me like I am wrong. It was like outside a museum or something, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The they're outside like the National History Museum when yes. they when they have like their first beautiful movie. view of the yeah. city, and they have. I a, think that's what it is. They I have a, a conversation about all the sites they want to see. Aqua, like Aqua's bit for like, the, Familia. The, humor, the humor in this is that she loves Spain. She wants to see all these things, and she is she can't roll her R's. She is demanding that she speaks Spanish. She has like her guidebook and is like, "Hola," you know, like really just reaching for. For it um, and, and it just wants to do all the stuff and everyone's like okay well that's not as important as of course performing like we must do now we do like a crazy this, this is the one of the what the things. fuck is this is they, they do just, a crazy montage of them seeing no these not sites. a montage doesn't I, my it's mind not that a is, montage it's just they took still images of famous locations they couldn't and they, get a permit and they put there, guys. cheetah slogans over that where it's there's like, posters just say growlicious yeah yeah like cheetah magic it's literally like, them in front of the Sagrada Familia no and it says, it's, it's not them it's like there's it's just the oh, image. Yeah, they're not, they're in, not in the photos. Yeah, That's they couldn't like, even get a permit to shoot photos. It's the still Like, why even do it? I guess, ah, whatever. I think to maybe give lip service, let's just, why I'm trying to find online, like, did the Spanish tourism board pay for any portion of this movie? Because it sounded like they wanted to give lip service to the famous monuments that they're not going to go see in this movie because they have too busy flirting with boys. Yeah, and, it, it may well have just shown us those things and then written not appearing in this film. Yeah, to basically let you know, like, hey kids, go to Spain, you should see these important things. We're not gonna see them, but you should. And then after all this sightseeing that they don't do because they just showed us fucking postcards, they're sitting down exhausted, just tuckered out in the gorgeous fucking courtyard. Gorgeous! They're gorgeous ordering courtyard. diet sodas. Yeah, or, or ordering diet sodas. And, and then who and appears <laughs> from the mist? Welcome to the whisper of your dreams. <laughs> And I said, is this me a ghost? He's sitting like on the on the top ledge of some balcony. And I was like, I don't think anyone else can see him in this restaurant. No, he's the personification. Actually. He also really cute. He kind of looks like Dominic Sessa. I actually, I don't know if I would, maybe he's not the personification. I think this man is the heart of Barcelona. Yeah. Like he is the spirit of the city come to the life. Spirit, I actually agree with that. I think that's a, that's maybe a better comparison. But he. City of Angels. It's literally like if you were, if you went, like we went to Barcelona and you're sitting down and just speaking. And then out of nowhere, a Spanish man came playing a Spanish guitar and like for you out of nowhere and it's and just like does anybody else see this yeah I would, I would that's how a normal person and would then react. Chanel stands up and starts duetting with him a song that I I don't know how she knows magic and then it turns into one Emma, of the best numbers in this movie are you going to strut like you mean you it? gotta strut like you mean it alright free all right. your mind also the soda the guy just also, the, the waiter brings the soda they ordered. Did not look diet. That, no. that was a mistake. And I also, but also did look delicious and refreshing. I didn't even get any of it. My note on this is this rules. It's choreo down the streets of Barcelona through random landmarks. They're actually, I can tell it's real. It's like cool streets and all these different historic districts. Like they sit and do the kick in Park Well, the awesome benches where, you know, everybody takes pictures. They're going down the stairs during choreo. It's totally empty. So I can, like, it, you can tell by the sun, it's either as it's closing, which I don't think it closes till sundown, so it's probably five in the fucking morning because it's totally empty. There's also some insane stuff in this. And montage. I hate to break it to you, but t- um, t- 
Disney Channel cannot clear out Parkwell no, behind no. him. But there's also just some insane stuff in this montage where, like, they'll just cut to random school children and then, like, people on balconies. At one point... Yeah, they'll just cut to two guys playing chess. Yeah, and at like, one point, so one of them, I forget which, just goes up to a random window yes, and, and, like, looking still at looks into games. it. And then I was like, what? Was the, we don't see inside of it. I was like, what were you looking at? Like, what? Just a little choreo at the museum, and then we're just going to look in some random gates. They ask him his name. Yeah, at the very and end. The, at the very end, they're like, what's your name? At the, they're on, like, a random street, and he's like, Anga. And then I can be your angel or your devil. And then I'm like, they did not speak two words to that fucking man. No. Like they didn't have a conversation. He with does him. sing and sing some Spanish. Like that's the only reason he exists. He so, they the can, so, they, so they can have a man put Spanish words into their songs, I guess. But yeah, they just and then he just leaves. I mean, I mean they just leave him to go to the villa. The and, villa. and they're like, and she's like, oh, you know, I guess. And I'm like, you didn't talk to him. I no, guess he because he doesn't exist. Okay. Also, they show up at the villa, and whoever figured out, you know, why they went to Spain, Luke? Because you can say shit like Senoritas Cheetahs. Welcome, Senoritas Cheetahs. No, I, I. Literally have a note. I literally have a note at the end that I was like, part of the reason why they got they got clearance for Disney Channel to spend the money to send over to Spain is they realized, you know, it's a great rhyme for cheetahs. Amigas. Senoritas. Yeah, it's like, and then someone else said that, and they're like, God damn it, we have, damn it, Kenny O, you're a genius. <gasps> Book the flights. Book the flights. <laughs> because they show up at the fucking villa, and they're like, hola, Senoritas Cheetahs, come on in. Which, for the record, there is a cheetah, the word for cheetah in Spanish is not just cheetah. I did look it up. I don't care. I found <laughs> the way that sounds, and I said, whoever figured that one out deserves a fucking raise. Yeah, that's, yeah. Also, my favorite part of this entire movie, guys, and I am not, I'm not being facetious, one of the few belly laughs I got was when they show up at this villa. And this killer old school Bentley. Like, like, there's Bentley outside, there's a massive pool in the front lawn, like, palm trees, like, it looks like a fucking consulate. Like, it, it looks like something that 30 people could comfortably live in. Oh, yeah. And I'm like... It's a complex. Why the fuck were they worried about bringing extra guests? Like, one thing was like, I don't think we can impose like that. I can't just bring four... Like, yeah, no, Chanel says... they're like, literally staying in converted stables. They're like, you're in the stables, and it's these gorgeous guest quarters. Chanel said, and during the pitch, like, we know Luke has plenty of room, but we didn't realize this much room. I didn't think it was going to be a whole stable that they could stay in. The cheetah quarter of the room. Yes. Of the, of the literal the cheetah wing, villa. Basically. Um, and they meet the lady that runs Luke's house, who is British, which yes. was interesting yes. for Spain. But then they meet Luke, uh, uh, who is again just seems, so like, nice. seems like a nice lovely I wrote man. here I love how Chanel's arc in this movie is hating her mom's boyfriend for being too nice too rich and too nice to her friends it's like the, it's like that uh what it like the, the, the bitch eating crackers where it's like that bitch could just stand there and eat crackers and I'd hate on her for it like, like it's like he's what is he oh, sorry he's too nice too rich and too cool without your friends coming on your vacation like he's so nice to the girls here he's like oh you gotta come out for breakfast every morning and I'm gonna hook you up with this hot fucking count that works for me like it's like he could not be a cooler dude. And then he's, he's like, eat, sleep, enjoy, do whatever. And Shell goes, he's so controlling. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And at least Aqua goes, you, girl, you're being fucking Yeah, they're, everyone's like, you're literally you're insane. Here, Come buddy. on. We're not gonna bag you up on you're, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. And then they go to breakfast, which out by the fucking fountain and lawn pool, and it looks goddamn gorgeous. I would spend every day of my life there if I could. It looks amazing. The breakfast looks gorgeous. The food looks gorgeous. Chanel's in another ugly fucking blazer and then refuses to kiss him on the cheek right is this where she like dodges him yeah he like goes to work or whatever and he and she spurns him a little bit um and then yeah he explains that he has gotten someone from his office count whatever i don't remember that part of it uh to escort them around barcelona and chanel is like oh no we'll be fine and i was like you're in a foreign you country you should not be by yourself ever 
Uh, but when they're having breakfast after he leaves. Also, he's a hot young count. Do you yes, know why him to walk you around just the city? Off, just off screen, you hear someone say, and they're talking about like what they're going <laughs> to sing or whatever, and someone just goes, ask the dancing cat. And I said, what? <laughs> that was so crazy. What would that mean to anyone who doesn't know what you're talking about? And this is where we meet Joaquin. And they're like, the dancing count? Uh, well, he is a dancing count, as we will find out. But uh, I mean, because he... Oh, you missed this thing where they go to... It doesn't matter. They oh. go to the theater to meet the director. Oh, is that before? And this is before. But they just sing Sisters again. Nothing new. For like a second. It's and also, then they're like, you're, you're in. in. It was, it was a, a formality. Also, yeah. the director is dressed and looks kind of like a Spanish Bong Joon-ho, the director yeah, of Parasite. Uh, Lucas, <laughs> I also thought, is that Spanish Bong Joon-ho? <laughs> like, cross with Guillermo del Toro. Like, I... <laughs> A little, maybe, yeah. He has Bong Joon-ho's exact haircut. Yeah, and they just, they, they, he's not a character in this movie, by the way. His whole bit is just that he's mysterious and, like, running this thing. And like, supposed to be, like, scary. Yeah, but he seems, like, fine. Uh, At the end, he joins no. the thing. Like, what? He's an, ins- he's an insane human being. <laughs> he's, what you need to know for the end payoff for the third act reveal of this movie is that he's very strict about the rules of this competition. Wow, he, so he takes seriously this amateur competition he organized and he set the rules for it. yes he, he and he cannot does not have time for these people who are breaking the rules except he super does and allows them in after yeah. two seeing them for two seconds oh uh, but yeah i guess breakfast is after that excuse me but it's his hot it's luke's hot summer intern and then i think they say something about, the dancing cat is the bar that's not a bar we know it's not a bar but the team club. the team club the club under 21 but someone goes uh, someone's off screen says no, the they, dancing cat. They, no, they, no, no, no. He says ask the dancing cat, and then they do all the introduction. And then someone's like, "Hey, bro, what the hell were you talking about with the dancing cat?" <laughs> no, Dorinda goes, "A dancing cat, a dancing count." I'm dizzy. Like, but I'm yeah. like, it makes no sense. And they're immediately like pushing dough on this guy because they're both dancers. Yeah. I guess that's his whole thing. I guess. But honestly, yeah, Dorinda deserves it. Like, give, give, oh, no. give her, give her a little spotlight. I love I Cinderella story. Yeah, which is weird that they both push. Like, like, there's and the there's kind of like an Angel Gal, Angel Galleria. Not if really. they ever had a conversation. Yeah, not, it's not really, but it's like she had a romantic interest in the last movie. Give it to somebody else. And because something that I don't like, I mean, it's not awful because like I get it, but it's, they really hammer home how really Chanel and Galleria are best friends. Yes. And it's so it's like Aqua and Dorinda kind of feel like in a weird. Aqua's just hanging out with Gallery's mom, which in my yeah, mind, yeah, best I'm, draw yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah, true. But it's just like it, it, it sometimes others Aqua and Dorinda within these films. Like we saw that a little bit in the last one and a bit more here. Um, but so giving Dorinda this uh, chance to have her own kind of plot line, I think, worked really well. Even though I don't think this guy's a great actor. No, he's terrible. Yeah, he's not great. I mean, he might be an amazing actor in his native language of Spanish. That's but fair. I think there might be a bit of a, a language barrier, and that's always tough when you're needing to act and translate at the same time. Um, and he's young as fuck, so it's probably one of his first times. Like, it looks like he's probably, you know, but they did, Yeah, they, they, they push Duranato, and they say, and he says, oh, come by the studio or whatever, and that'll get set up. But then it cuts, speaking of Aqua hanging with uh, Dorothea, they're going about shopping in Spain. But to establish that they're walking through the streets of Spain, they show us... The, the, grainiest the grainiest stock photo or footage? I, I, I honestly, the I, again, I, I like we run into this sometimes. I don't know if this is a Disney Plus, like, you know, HD upscale on a TV when it was meant to be seen in 2005 or whatever. Like, I don't know. 
but uh, it looks awful. It looks like it's literally like taken. They from went a to TV Google room. Images. They went to Google Images. I don't remember the name of that bridge, which is bad. She's googling it right now because I, I literally saw it. Ponte Bisbee. There we go. I hope it's, all of our Spanish listeners just absolutely quarter. roast us. I think I know I'm saying Park well wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's Ponte Bisbee. But it's the you wouldn't know it from the footage because it looks like it was taken on a fucking Verizon chocolate. And there clearly none of them were there. They show five seconds of it to just set you in the scene that they're walking around the Gothic quarter. I'm assuming they walk. They run into Dorothy and Aqua. Dorothy and Aqua run in, and the gallery is there at the, at the start. Oh, the start, yeah, you're right. Um, and they run into a fabulous gay man who is working in a high fashion boutique, and his partner Aramis. Like Dorothy knows them from their days in Milan. This woman has got friends all over the world. Yeah, yeah. literally, I didn't need any. And then they're like, "Go oh, meet Aramis. She's the d- the designer." Or they go, "My partner Aramis downstairs." I'm expecting because of my brain exists in 2024, Aramis to be another gay man, and I wrote. Oh, Aramat's a woman. I was like, we have to still pretend that this fashion designer is married to a woman, I guess. <laughs> I, this, that, that doesn't mean they're married. They were married. I don't know what was going on, but I was. I assumed Aramat was going to be a man. The early 2000s is a prison. And then Aramat's a fabulous Spanish woman, and they show Aqua and Dorothy, like, down, like the, the boutique is upstairs and, like, the design studio is downstairs. And Gallery is like, we got to get working and cracking for this competition, but they want to, like, play around with the fashion design. Because so, Aramat, like, Aqua knows who Aramat is and is, like, starstruck. Oh, yeah, she is starstruck. Does, does Aqua do their clothing designs? Uh, in this movie, she does. I didn't know if that was established in the last Aqua's one. Aqua's character forgot. is really half-assed. It's, I, well, well I feel like that's kind of the joke of Aqua is that she can be anything. Like, you can say that she likes this or likes that and it doesn't feel out of character because, like, she's very nebulous, you know? Mm-hmm. The gallery's like, fine, whatever, and she goes to join Dorothy downstairs. And then we cut to the dance studio. Where Dorinda is wearing a fucking fedora and a belt chain. Like, a, like, not like a chain belt, like a chain that goes from her belt loops down around ah. next to her pocket um like a kid that works at hot topic um, to a fucking it is like a hot topic though. yeah okay. well also oh, that's a great point is that she's wearing this to a dance studio and then she shows up and then he goes he's like let's dance and she goes i don't have shoes i go why the fuck wouldn't you bring yeah, shoes and he's like why wouldn't you expect- he explicitly said come to this studio we'll dance like he could have invited you anywhere if you weren't gonna dance why would you think oh i'm going going to the dance studio the also- only excuse for that is maybe she didn't pack them but like girl what your whole thing is dancing i expect yeah. you have dancing shoes that's everywhere. what you bring to the table in this group also they do an amazing dance with me tango scene that's like tango tango hip hop breakdown and it is so I love I do love this scene it's really good dance with me I think is the name of the song they let their faces get so close it's sexy it's It's sexy that's because what did Kenny Ortega choreograph the greatest showman dirty dancing (laughs) dirty dancing he didn't choreograph (laughs) yo I was like what I'm because I'm rusty Emma really needs chilies apparently I'm not even done this podcast and thing in a while but um yeah no it's a sexy little dance scene I do like this movie because it does feel like they are like older like they I mean they are like it just feels like I thought they were gonna be 18 when I thought they were graduating yeah I mean I don't know it just I was like this is kind of cute. I thought there was uh, something about this that I'm looking at. Hold on a second. This is from Wikipedia, but there's a quote from Disney saying, this film lays off on some of the annoyances found in the first film. The Cheetah Girls have grown up and thus grown out of the annoying teenage girl characterizations. Maybe that's why it feels like there are no conflicts, because they're so mature now that they're just kind of like, they're behaving the way normal people would behave instead of like getting... I did I did kind of like that, that like the 15 minutes of conflict we keep alluding to, like is would be solved with a conversation, so they just have a conversation. Conversation, that's why I, I like that about this movie, because it stresses me out. Well, it also... I 
I mean, it, it is it is a solving a negative with a positive, I guess. But yeah. it's still a negative. But also, like, this is a sexy scene. I There's a hip, great hip-hop breakdown. Actually, I won't sing this song. I do like when he, when the count goes, slow things down for New York. They're always six hours behind. I was like, burn. That's a, that a good line. Um, but we go from this uh, to the seeds of romance being planted. Also, the other thing I want to say oh. during this scene about, I mean, all of the way that they are dressed. and Not even dressed. Sometimes I think they're dressed poorly for their bodies, especially Gabriella. I Galleria. Jesus Christ. I don't think I'm her outfits are super flattering and I think Raven's a very beautiful woman and I think the costume designer doesn't know what the fuck Yeah, this is something doing. I noticed and when Emma and I were watching this together, I was like, is it just me or does Galleria look she's badly styled? Yeah, and she And like, is. When, you know when I'm noticing something like that, it speaks volumes. But I want to say really quickly at this dancing scene because I noticed it because um, Doe is dancing in, in like a, I think like a, a tank top or something. I'm like, this was such a healthy representation of 16-year-old women for a young me to watch. These girls are all healthy, muscular, not super skinny. They all have normal faces. They all have the original nose. Like, it must be so crazy. This is just me going on a, a diatribe, but like, kids, like, generations behind us, their version of this was like Dove Cameron, who has a fuck ton of work done on her face. Same with Sophia Carr. Like, they are both very mature-looking 16, 17-year-olds. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to speculate about what they've had done to their face. I know for sure Dove Cameron has a ton, like, at least a nose job or two. And, like, they have this very mature look. And I'm like, these girls look 16. They also don't look scary skinny. They look healthy and muscular like, you know, 16-year-old girls would look. How old were they during this? Like, how old was Raven? Because I feel like Raven is a little older. I think she probably is a little bit older than but I Raven's one of those people that I, it's so hard for me to age because she's like been acting since she was two. So okay, that's so true. she's thirty eight. So she So that's nineteen years ago? Raven's mom was twenty. Which I think is a good age to be playing, honestly. Seventeen. Yeah, because you're like an adult. And, and it's like I said, of the four of them she looks the oldest. Yeah, I mean not a diss. Oh, Adrian Bialon is older by two years. Really? Wow, wow, she looks the youngest, I would say. I guess they're all around the same age. Wow, that's actually... That's... Well, I know. I didn't think any of them were actual teenagers at this no, point. No, no. That's why I was asking. They're all like 37, 38. Like now. They're, like, yeah, they're, they're yeah. all like one year apart. So like they're all like probably 2018, 19 playing 16, 17. That being said, I did... I, I We can talk about it more, I guess, when we get to it because we're about to meet the character. But I did. there was one thing that I wanted to gauge your take on because I wasn't sure how to read it was the, the stuff with Marisol and her mom about... Oh, wow. Yeah, I actually... Do you know how in screenwriting they have that thing called Save the Cat where, like, a character does something in the beginning of a movie? Mm -hmm. I will use, um, obviously, a cinematic example everyone should be familiar with. Wonka. In Wonka, Jesus recently, um, Timothy Chalamet, he has, like, he, his first day in a new city, loses all of his money, and he has one silver uh, sovereign left, and he gives it to, like, a needy mom. And Incorrect. What does he do? He give, he has two silver sovereigns left and gives her one, and then he goes to flip the last one into his pocket, and he's a hole in it, and it goes into the oh, sewer. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch Wonka? Because okay, well, you dragged me to Wonka? save the cat moment where you're supposed to realize he's a good guy. He was selfless. This movie does something of call I like to call reverse save the cat or murder the Skin cat. Skin the cat. Skin the cat. Where you, you know someone is evil because and there's a scene where Marisol is eating lunch. Multiple scenes. Wait, there's two? Oh, Yes. I only noticed the one. There is the scene where there's the scene where they're first talking about their evil plot and she pulls a bag of chips out and then the mom goes and just throws them in a trash bag. I didn't see that yeah. one. That's horrible. But I like that they're doing it because in my girl brain, I'm like, bad. She's a yeah, bad yeah, mom. That's, a, that's the thing is, that's what I was like. Is this showing this 
strictly to be negative, or are they trying to make a joke out of like you need I to be skinny? I don't think it's a joke. That's I don't what think I it's a joke. And then at the end, I think it is supposed to signal to you that she is not a good mom. Yeah, and then at the end, you see Marisol enjoying some churros, and I was like, good yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, that, that was what I was talking about. But the the scene that I was like, oh, this is like a skin the cat. She is a horrible mom. She has a burger and orders like a Coca Cola, and they're at lunch, and the mom has a water and a salad. And as she's talking about, she switches their plates and gives Marisol the salad and the water and takes her burger and Coke. Also, I mean. Well, and I was like, but also, <laughs> she's 16. Also, the plot, I agree 100%. I just, that's what I say. I wasn't sure how to read it. The thing is, is that is entirely undercut because in the scene with the fries, you can tell that Marisol, who was played by an actual Spanish pop star, is not eating those French fries. Oh, God, no. They're probably she three goes, days old. She, well, I mean, I've been I'm not, sitting out. No, it's just that she, she has to pretend there's, there is not a French fry in her fingers when she goes to put them around. But we are about to meet Marisol because we go from the dance studio to, to this broke ass teen club. The this, uh, this fever dream of an event. This is also the one set where I'm like, this is so fucking ugly. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, oh, God. I hate the dancing cat. Every time we had to go there, I was like, get me the fuck out of here. We go there like three times, by the way. Multiple times. That had to be a set. That Well, that was not filmed on location. I oh, God, no. Like, There's okay. no way that's a location. Um, I want to be clear. She has a pink top hat, much like Wonka. Yeah, and so, so for the record, they walk in, and I, I think Joaquin explained that this is like a place where you go to perform, and uh, like they do like open mic or whatever. Yeah. They're not performing tonight. They're just going to like see some local talent that will probably be in the competition and who is performing when they walk in but a girl named Marisol played by what, what is the her name is Belinda she's actually a Mexican pop star oh Mexican sorry. pop star excuse me she I speaks Spanish exclusively following Emma's lead on who this person is um she was a Mexican pop star um but it was like very you know well known like a legit pop star in Mexico had hits and like commercial success and this was like a fun cameo for her to do because they also needed someone that could sing Spanish but I would say it's a more than a cameo she's in it no she's no she's honestly like the... she's an important character she's not the villain I was gonna say she was the no, antagonist she's not the villain, mom is the villain. Yes. But you're talking about her. So yeah, she's performing right now and she has an insane outfit. To you, what's apparently stood out was the hat. What me was the pants. Oh, well, both. Because She's someone, wearing a pink top hat. Someone in, in in the wardrobe department said, okay, should we put her in jeans or jean shorts? And they said, you know what we could just do? Let's split the difference. Why not both? And so poor Kano knows, poor Kano. as they say in Spain. But then they decided <laughs> they, so they decided to have her in one leg jeans and then the other leg is removed so it's jean Guys, jorts but I not have, the way you think i have seen someone in a car hit like a deer at full speed and that was less disturbing to me than seeing this jean short jean this pant jean monstrosity Frankenstein that they decided to create because of course guys it's not just jeans it's fucking embellished to the hilt and so oh, there's God, so much yeah. crazy shit all over her she looks insane but she's singing in spanish and slang um she's gorgeous um and then she comes off the stage and meets the cheetah girls and immediately is singing some spanish lullaby with chanel well, no, so angel goes up he's performing next and they're like oh it's that mysterious man from earlier and he's like we're going to slow things down in the dancing no. cats here's an old lullaby and then chanel is like oh my mom used to sing this she starts singing it and literally the entire club turns starts swaying starts, no, starts no, no, they all swaying. they all turn towards the table and just yeah, all starts swaying and sing like they're being hypnotized by her dulcet tones and the cheetahs begin to harmonize galleria looks at them yeah no, no because uh yeah uh marisol comes over and joins her and singing and it's like a la nanita something it sounds like, 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 like la, la, but that's not what I, no and marisol's mom then rolls up yes after they've won which also by the way like i don't because she sees that they've turned this club this they've hypnotized this club with their dulcet <laughs> tones but also 
also, for the record, entirely stolen the spotlight away from Angel, who was there to perform. Like, he had a microphone. Like, I assume he was going to sing. But they're just like, he no. Disappeared. We're singing this, baby. Someone else started singing, and he disappeared into it. He became sand and <gasps> oh, blew away in the breeze. Emma, I just realized you think he's an angel. Yes, that's what I said earlier. Well, but I was... Oh, there's are three strong theories. Personification of fate, heart of Barcelona, and literal angel. Why not both? Oh, maybe he is the guy's... Oh, I think the director might be an angel, too. I mean, that he's was... Such, he's so out of... He's so out devil. of Oh, God, we're really into this one. The mom rolls up, and I was, and I immediately was like, isn't she a bitch? Like, I, I remembered... The second I saw her face, I was like, she is an This antagonist. was the strongest thing that I remember about this movie, was that this woman is a conniving little grubber. Like, yes. Uh, social climber was the word I was looking for. She is like, if everything a good momager is, is Dorothea, this is everything a bad momager yes. is. Like, this is a the classic, like, kind of stage mom, aggressive, bad stage mom that you would not want, you know, to have. She also knows everything about the Cheetah Girls already, which I thought was really interesting. She does her research. Uh, yeah, but like, how? And she's immediately trying to connect with them, because she's like, keep your enemies well, close. one of them. Well, yeah. This was so crazy. When she goes, Chuchi, don't be a fucking bitch. When she's like, uh, is it easier, like, she's like, is it easier to speak in English to you? And she goes, Chuchi goes, for them. And I'm like, yeah, uh, they don't speak Spanish, okay? Don't be an no, asshole. No, no, this is what I love, where Aqua goes, oh, no, no, two of us speak Spanish. I also speak Spanish. And everyone just looks at her like, you don't. You speak. And she goes, I knew what she said. And uh, the, and there's this book that becomes a small recurring joke that she 100% believes she speaks fluent Spanish, but she does not. Um, and then she's like, just think of me as, as your Spanish mama. And I'm like, Dorothy is not going to like that. No. Dorothy, I, again, I mean, we say it every time, is that Dorothy is the best woman alive. Not in this scene, but the second she begins to have to learn about this woman, she's like, I don't trust her. She is. She gets an immediate read on this woman. But she gives them her phone number. And is like, give me a call. We, we can. I'll show you around. We can hang out. I know everybody who's anybody in this town. Blah, 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 blah. I run this town. I run. I run this bitch. And so we cut to the next day and they're meeting, meeting up for her to show them, show them around. She, to introduce Dorothea to her. She already is talking, she's like, mm, I don't know. I don't like this woman, blah, 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 blah. They meet up and they just have like, a, oh, we're going to show you the town. It's going to be a great time. And then it does a hard cut to this weird oceanside party. Oh, I wouldn't call it weird. Oh, the, this is when the, the walk here is when you're saying she took the chips out of her hand. The, oh, is that first? Yes. It's when she explains her plan. Yes, but okay. it, cuts, it hard cuts from the dancing cat to the mom walking with her oh, okay. and being like, you need to teach Chanel your number. Like, you, did you see the way everyone reacted when you and Chanel yes. sang together? basically, yeah. And then Marisol hits the nail on the head and is like, what are you trying to do, break up the Cheetah Girls? And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's what's happening. I'm like, I think so, honey. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. She doesn't really see the Cheetahs as a threat. She just wants to pair up her with Marisol because Marisol has been in this new voice competition three times and, and lost. lost. And this is her last chance to enter because I... Yeah, also, so yeah, the mom is trying to break up the Cheetah Girls. She's trying to yes. take Chanel from the Cheetah Girls and put her with Marisol. No, she is. I was just saying it's not that she's like they're too good those cheetah girls like no. she just wants her to and she saw the reaction they got at the dance yes, again the weird hypnotic response but yes then they meet up but yes and during this conversation she pulls a bag of potato chips out of her and out of her bag and then starts to eat them and mom just grabs them and throws them in the trash but can. before this they tell dorothea before the party she's like they yeah that's where they go to meet up the next day that's what yeah they about. go to meet up with dorothea and she's like Dorothea fucking knows. That's what I was saying. She's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was lost because you missed the Marisol scene and I was like, Sorry. where are we? But yeah, she was basically like, this lady is not, she's not it. And it's like, and the, the, like she said like, you know, she could ask us for anything and she'll hook us up. And, and what does that say, Mom? Does that mean she does? And Dorothea goes, that says she's smart. Like, mm. she's like, I know what this woman's game is and I'm not going to let her get away with it. Except for I totally But I am do. going to play it and because, I'm going to win. Um, Then they go to a party at the Seaside Club, which is fucking with, lit. Yeah, but like, what gets me, there's no transition. No. They don't say like, guess where we're going? We're going to a party. It's this just whole that, thing is a cocoa melon. They all I don't just know, it doesn't matter. 
bouncing fruit. I don't care. But who's there but Joaquin? The dancing guy. Yes. The dancing count. The kid at the dancing count. I wish that podcasting was a visual medium because I would love to be able to show you all right now footage of the people dancing in the background at this seaside party when they're having conversations. Lucas, can you just pull it? I need you to see it. The background actors are doing some of the I did worst. Not, I have no clue what she's talking about. Faith dancing. Out. I rewound it multiple times. There, I can't even, I couldn't even imitate it for you if I tried. It's everyone's favorite segment of the podcast where Lucas pulls the movie up on his computer. This is also where Aqua learns about tapas. Yes, yeah, so, so everyone gets pulled, while I'm pulling it up, everyone gets pulled away to do their own thing. Dorinda goes to hang with Joaquin, Chanel's hanging out with Marisol, and then Aqua's thing is there's just food. And, and boys. And like boys. Tapas with Marcus. Okay. Watch. I'm watching. This is now our audio commentary over the Cheetah Girls. Yeah, this is a watch along. I don't even remember what this phone call is. It's just low. These guys, watch, oh. watch them, watch them, watch these people no, no, right this, here. This no, watch the girl in the tube dress. Watch her go, watch her go, watch her work, watch her work. Look, look at these guys, <laughs> that guy right there. Oh, that guy's great, yeah. That guy looks Look high. at this girl, look at this girl. What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> I have never seen anything. There's a lot They're to all, audience, the only way that I could do it any justice with words is they all are doing like balloon man outside car dealership instead of like any it's like they it's like someone was like bigger bigger with the arms bigger with your arms make sure look look like you're surfing like no one is dancing normally but they're all like partner dancing except for that one guy i do wonder because i had this thought about this scene because it's so separated from everything else and it's a hard cut into it i feel like maybe it was shot in america because they're just at a random seaside thing i don't know where and so i was wondering if it was like a reshoot later and maybe like Kenny wasn't there to be like, oh, hey, here's how you actually dance in a background and have it be convincing or Those something. Those people, like, look like it was their, not just their first day on, like, set, but their first day on planet Earth. Yeah, it's and not that great. is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. But, uh, yeah, she, uh, there's a whole conversation between Dorinda and Joaquin. Uh, also, she goes, how do you become a count? I'm like, okay, you fucking idiot. You're born, um, aren't, didn't you, aren't you smart? Don't you go to a magnet school? It's, you're born into it. It's, it's an ancestral thing. What are you talking about? Then cut to this amazing scene between the moms that we had referenced earlier. I Hang on, I do want to just mention about the Dorinda Joaquin scene. The thing that I thought was crazy is they try and do this whole thing where he's like, oh, my life is complicated. My family life is complicated. She goes, mine is also complicated. Like, that they have stuff in common. I was like, you two have nothing in common mm. other than dance. You guys that is your barely one thing. speak the same language. Well, yeah, like, like, don't, don't try and be like, these, see, these two get each other. And I'm like, nah. I actually don't want to see these people talk to each other. I just want to see them dance together. There's no reason for them to oh, speak. Oh, hard agree. But no, I love the scene between the two moms because they're having two distinct conversations. And you know what I thought Dorothea was missing this whole time? A giant black fan to dramatically wave <laughs> <laughs> her face as she delivers lines. At one point, she snaps it shut and starts jabbing it at Juanita. And it, it is the most dramatic, cunty thing I've ever seen in my I life. I thought you were going to say what she was missing was uh, some freaking uh, mimosas. Because they're drinking tea and they, they look... They should have. They should have. They would have had mimosas. Champagne. Yeah, Because sure. she's fla- flapping this black fan and delivering lines like, I don't trust this Lola. Swirls tea. Like, <laughs> do you want more tea? And then this is where we hear Chanel's mom is mad that Luke is Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, there, there's the two conversations. Is Dorothea grousing about the Lola, Lola situation and then there's Juanita grousing about how Luke hasn't proposed yet and they're there's ostensibly they're ostensibly talking to one another but they're both talking about why they're just talking out loud at each other really how they're best not, friends talk they're not talking about the same thing and there's also a crazy hand fan choreo happening as yes. they speak um, so and now, then she also says something that says Mama Cheetah does not play when it no, comes to her cubs she does not no <laughs> that's that that is just amazing like, put that 
in her bathroom reel. <laughs> when she dies, that's in her Oscar reel. God damn it, it was good. But now we'll cut to the cheetahs actually trying to rehearse after blowing it off this entire time. They all seem hungover. They blow it off again here, don't they? Well, they they give it effort at first. And like, literally- They Aqua, sing two bars? Aqua has a line that is like, oh, I just can't bounce back like I used to. And I was like, from what? I think they were drinking. Like, well, I mean, it's Spain. I know. It's, uh, like, ah, ah, when you're like 14. But Raven, of course, is not happy about this. And then much like the party, they all get called away. Dorinda gets invited to lunch by Joaquin. Dorothea and Aqua clearly had planned to go to- uh, And her own daughter, not invited. No, planned to go to the studio ahead of time. And then uh, Chanel has to go to lunch with Luke. And, or, or no, I think his whole family's coming over for lunch. And so she's just left in the lurch. Also, Gabriella is jamming oh. on that piano during the montage, where they're all doing their four separate things. Yeah, yeah. She's writing a song, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, she's writing Amigas Cheetahs. But no, this was one of the Raven jokes, and this is like the, the what I was talking about with Aqua. Chanel also mentions, oh, I was talking to Lola, and she said we might get to play with the judges if we sing a song in, in Spanish. Spanish. And Raven just goes, only one of us speaks Spanish, Chanel. And she goes, Aqua, say nothing. Yeah, she goes, say nothing. <laughs> say nothing. <laughs> Um, yeah, this montage is Dorinda, like, teaching hip-hop. It's not, it's lunch, I don't think it's lunch yet, but it's basically, Dorinda's teaching hip-hop, Chanel's with the family, and starting to like Luke. You can tell she's, like, warming to him. Luke's family shows up, yeah, and I, I like, like this. this. I like this. And that, like, they, Juanita, and one of the reasons Chanel gets pulled away is they make her, like, dress up and put on, like, another ugly fucking blazer and, like, put her hair up and pearls and, like, Juanita and Chanel get all... Because they want to make a good first impression. I want to impress Luke's fancy family. I would assume look yes. at this fucking mansion. And she says it's going to be very formal. Going to be very formal. And his family rolls up in like a Mercedes van, but they are all very like rustic, like barefoot. In, Chanel like, literally says, I could have worn flip-flops. Could have worn in, like flip-flops, vibes, flowy dresses, baskets of bread, kids running everywhere. Super fun vibes. They were playing soccer on the lawn. And you can see Chanel start to like warm to him. Also, like, I love how like Gabriella is the one begging them to her. It's like Mama Cheetah is distracting Aqua. Like she is oh, the, yeah. the pull away here. But yes, as we've begun to see, cracks and divisions are forming among star cheetahs. Uh, and these will certainly create a dramatic act three as they there come to There was two acts act. already? I, I don't know. Uh, but let's... Time but, flies when you're But let's fun. take a quick cat nap and we'll come. Siesta. Right. Well, cheetahs are cats. You could go either way. Cat siesta. Cat siesta. I'll agree with you on that one. We'll be right back. because we're in Spain because Emma took it a weird place. But so everyone returns to their little individual excursions and Galleria has been up late working on a song like we were talking about, Hard at the Piano. This is not, I don't even know if I would call this the third act, but this is the act in which the movie goes, oh shit, we haven't really seeded any conflict into this movie yet and we're running out of time. Yeah. So it needs to invent some conflict really quick and then resolve it really quick so we can end this movie on time. They were all getting fucked up on the streets of Barcelona <laughs> on Sangria and we're like, 
we didn't write any conflict into the script. We just wrote dank-ass music numbers. Well, they had all those written ahead of time, and I think they just got to Barcelona and was like, oh, yeah, stuff's supposed to happen. Oh, they forgot. Um, But Gallery basically confronts all of them, being like, are you guys taking this seriously? And I was like, no, they so clearly they are, are not. Dorinda is apparently working on choreography for the their yeah, performance. I think the choreography no, I think, it's in well, battle with the count. No, well, that's also what they say. It's like, you're working on choreography for a song we haven't, haven't picked. Read. We haven't <laughs> picked yet. They haven't decided what they're going to perform. She has this conversation just with Aqua and Dorinda, and she's like, where's Chanel? And it's, it turns out Marisol has come by, and they're hanging out. And, and she is teaching Chanel her songs, her yes. Spanish songs. And... Gallery for funsies. For funsies. And I, if I was Galleria, I'd be pissed too. I would be because pissed Because I can't get you to learn one of our goddamn songs and you can learn this bitch's numbers. I stayed up all night writing this song. Come learn it. True, but I think she goes a little far with her reaction to yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, as per usual. She's yeah. a stunt queen. Yeah, yeah. But Dorinda uh, then goes to the dance studio, or maybe this is where she's invited to lunch, whatever. But she goes to the dance studio to meet Joaquim, and he doesn't introduce her to, like, his business friends, and she's like, you're embarrassed of me, apparently, and you don't think that I'll is, fit okay, in. Okay, no, no, I need to go back to the scene with Aqua, no. I need to go back to the scene with Chanel and Galleria. Yes. Marisol is there. Aqua and Bubbles. <laughs> Bubble, Choo Choo Jean Bubbles, Aqua's the fourth girl. Wow, we're really, oh, we're really rusty. Marisol is there with Chuchi. She is wearing one singular black glove in the middle of the day for no reason. This girl is getting fucking bodied by the Disney <laughs> Channel wardrobe department. Probably because she didn't speak enough English to say, stop <laughs> doing this to me. <laughs> like, why do they have her in one black satin glove? And then, um, but also Chanel's wearing a full tube dress under a blazer over jeans. And then at one point they have to storm. This is how I know for Marisol. She's just getting fucked up by these guys. They have to storm away from Galleria into the house. Unfortunately, the table that they were seated at in the pathway they have to walk is fully gravel. And Madisol is in these fucking ridiculous stiletto, but like kitten heels, but like a little bit taller, but just like stiletto pencil heels. So she's trying to clip clop her way through gravel angrily <laughs> in these fucking stilettos that are like, and I'm like, she's gonna twist her goddamn angle. Put her in like a boot. And I just thought that was. She's gonna be in a boot by the end of this, which is really an unusual punishment for poor Madisol. Now we're at the dance studio, and God does do love a fucking big-ass hoop and a fucking newsboy cap. <laughs> she does love a newsboy cap, 100%. Take the fucking hats off, Dorinda. God damn it. Also, all his business associates that show up that he shoes away to have lunch with Dorinda, all 13 years old. I was like, well, can we not find adults? <laughs> well, to me, it's just... It's, How many business associates are there? That I, didn't, I didn't really notice, but the thing that got me is just that it was like, she takes this as a master offense. Oh, she's yeah. She's like, you didn't stop to 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 introduce me or embarrass me all this stuff and this was this is also another thing where i was this is the real thing where i was like this could have been solved by a conversation because it's literally just they show up and like you have to come with us and he's like no sorry and they're no, like oh okay to. and then they leave and she goes why didn't you introduce me blah 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 and i was just like are, what? Why is she so mad immediately? And it's because there needs to be conflict now. She takes it as a massive slate and like, she's really making something out of absolutely nothing. But like, that's what the script has to do at this point, as you said. When do they make up? It's almost like immediately, isn't it? Uh, it's after the Cheetah Girls make up. Oh, it's after? Yeah. Because they go to his dance Oh, yeah. This is just when she has her breakdown. She goes, I'm good enough for your dance friends. But when the suits come out, I'm not good enough. And then she goes, I dance because it's, it's my life. I'm a foster. You dance 
I think she's mad because dance is just a hobby for him because he has a real job. I don't know. I like literally. There's like a wheel of three things it could be, and they just kind of spun it and then did. <laughs> but look then at he the land answer. on one. That's what I'm saying. They didn't look at the answer. They're just like it's one of them. This is when we talk about Mama Cheetah getting swept up in her own dreams, and this is the point you made about her just bitching about. Yeah, her we got back to the head. villa, and she's like sketching some outfits, and she's like, "Well, you know, all this being in Spain, I think I really thank you for convincing me to come out here because it's really made me realize, like, look back at my dreams and think I should chase some of them now. Maybe it's not too late." And I was. Just just like, woman, what more do you want from the world? Your life is beautiful. And then Galleria being an absolute, I mean, I, a drama queen, right? like living for the drama. But then I also just thought like Gabriella was such a good daughter because she's like, those are your dreams right there. Like, she, yeah, like yeah. Gabriella was very supportive of her mom in this moment. I want to yeah. just be clear. Oh, these, well, these... She was not mean to her mom. No, I, why would she be mean to her mom? That'd be crazy. The drama queen part of it is that she goes, hey, so guess what? I'm going home. And she was just going to gracefully bow out. I thought this was mature of her. No, I did not I at all. actually did. She was like, listen, they don't want to do this. They're not. They haven't practiced. They, they don't even know the song. They don't want to do this. They're having fun. I'm not having fun. I'm not enjoying myself. My adventure is over. They've got their own shit going on. You've got your own shit going on. I'm not going to stand in the way of that. I'm gonna, I talked to dad. He's got a layover in Paris with those materials for the purse line. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to get on a train and just go meet him in Paris and fly back with him. I want you guys to stay. Have a great rest of your trip. Because Dor and Dor Dorothea also asks her, do you think you can win this competition? She goes, no. No, I like that. Yeah. With where we're at? No. Because like, don't enter something unless you think you can win. You should have the confidence in your heart that you think you're going to do a good job out there. And she's like, we can't. No, I go with God. I agree with you on that point. I think that would have been a good reason to drop out of the competition. If she said, I'm dropping us out of this competition because you are taking serious. But can you imagine going to Barcelona with your three best girlfriends? Your, your one girlfriend gets a little bit upset and she's just like, well, I haven't been enjoying this, so I'm going home. But she's not doing that because like- that She's would going be, home. But that would be annoying. Like, okay, this is what I'm saying. I'm trying to stick up her because if she went in front of all of them and if a girlfriend did this to me on a trip, like I'm not having fun. You guys are like, I'm going home. Then you're making it about you and everyone has to then convince you to stay and you're being annoying and being a drama queen. She's just like, I'm going to gracefully bow out, go home with dad. I'll see you guys in probably, what, two days? No, no, I understand that. I'm not saying- I'm going to fly home I'm not early. saying she's being mean and saying like, I'm not having a good time. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that it's like, I think if I, like, if I was in that situation and then I was like, listen, I'm just really not doing this, but like all of my friends would be like, no, absolutely stay. Like we're like- But that's why she's not telling them. Well- Because that, she doesn't want them to feel like they have- That, to that just makes it feel more dramatic. No, I think it's mature. She's going to gracefully bow out. But then they're going to try to convince her to stay and force her to the competition. She doesn't want to. And she's like, we're not ready. No, I'm not going to get up there and embarrass myself. That's what I'm saying. Bow to make out of, them feel better. Bow out of the competition, sure. But if, but I just but feel if like she Barcelona... brings it up to them, they are going to argue to make her do the competition. Would they though? Because they don't seem that into it. Well, they have a change of heart soon. They do. Because she has this whole conversation with her mom. And then that night, they break the news that Galleria wants to leave. And they refuse. She's Adam... leaving in the morning. And like... Juanita and Dorothea refuse to let them see Galleria. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that was dramatic. That, this is dramatic. But is all the moms. I'm saying. I don't know. But I kind of like that they respected her decision. They're like, we're going to keep her sequestered. But listen to yourself. Well, he does in a very chic, neutral look in this scene. She looks amazing. Um, she's like, yeah, they, she needs her sleep. She, blah blah blah. Leave you her alone. You, you guys can't talk in the morning. This is where I also felt like this movie wasn't super realistic because, like, no, for sure, like if this happened, I'd be like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. The second the moms went to bed, I would just yeah. go wake my friend up. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd be like, in the middle of the night, I'd be like, girl, what's up? Yeah, like, I would yeah, just yeah. go wake her up. But we don't get that. We instead get the Gabriella song of this. Film. I said I forgot. There's a fucking and we're not mispronouncing there. It's a boring no. ass Gabriella. 
ballad. But then there's kind of like a little like Peebo Bryson R&B drop. And then the other three also have, they're all walking around the villa separately singing this ballad. Well, if it's mostly... And the wind is blowing them insane. Wa- fans on these girls. I want to be very clear. It's mostly Raven at the beginning. And then Chanel joins in. And then just Aqua and Dorinda a little bit at the end. Like that's not a And they balance. have industrial strength fans on Raven. She is being windswept like by the crazy, like by the Santa Anas. And they all look like fucking Beyonce. The fan budget on this must have been insane. But they also, I, sorry, we should mention, they do have a conversation before they start singing that being like, we get it. Like we haven't been taking this seriously. We've all been exploring our own passions. And they're like, forget Chanel literally goes, she thinks I ditched her for Marisol. And Aqua goes, you, you did? did. And then I was like, did she? They hung out like twice. Like let's again. You fucking did. It's a little much. Is all a little bit of an overreaction. Whatever that song was ends. And then it cuts to the next morning. And you know, we've got to do a dramatic run to the train station. Oh, but this is where you see Choo Chi's little braids. She has little like French braids in and her silk cheetah jammies. They, she sneaks into Gabriella's room to go talk to her in the morning and she's already Galleria. gone. Galleria. Are you even a cheetah girl? I'm like, Galleria is already gone for the train station. And yes. so they, uh, you see Galleria walking through the train station. But she, what did she do? She dramatically left the song that she wrote on her bed. Yes, and they read it. And they, all four, of, all three of them read it and they chase her to the train station in their pajamas to show that the no time was wasted. Also, I want to just note that Galleria is wearing five bangles on one wrist. Large, large plastic bangles. Too many bangles. And they go to the train station to stop her and they sing Amigas Cheetah. Um, acapella, Amigas Acapella, two bars of Amigas Cheetah, and she's back in, baby. And they're like, we're going to take this seriously. We're going to win this competition. We understand we've been too focused on boys' fashion and our weird Spanish new best friend, yes. but we're here for you. We're the Cheetahs forever. Let's do this. And get serious. It's, it's time to get serious. And so then we cut to them practicing Amigas Cheetahs, and who calls? But Lola, this is the scene you're talking about where they're having lunch. Yes. And Lola calls, be like, oh, Chanel, I heard Galleria left. Again, I don't know how this woman knows these things. But you know what? I had a great idea. And then, then she's on the speakerphone. And they're like, oh, Galleria's back. Yeah, she's on the speakerphone. She's like, Galleria's back. We're all good. The cheetah girls are back You can together. see her face just fall. Which she's is just like, like mm. and she's like, now I have to move into plan B, which probably should have been plan A. It's yep. much more effective. Uh, and she's just like, oh, okay, great. But she, uh, you know what? Marisol is going to do a warm-up performance at the Dancing Cat tonight. I can get you Come guys. Come warm up. I can get you guys on the, the car. And they're like, oh, yeah, we, we're not sure what song we're doing quite yet. But like, we we'll have play enough one for, of our other songs. We have enough for a warm up no problem sounds great and then Lola's just like oh the cheetah girls are back together I must tear them apart so you can for-. and for the record I don't know if we paid attention really paid lip service Marisol's really not into this no, she's, she's uh, she is not the villain. She doesn't give a shit. She thinks she'll she can do it on her own, and she's just. But she does recognize that her and Chanel perform very well together. So she's kind of like, all right, I guess you know. But she's very much a passenger on this evil plot. Yes, and she she and it's to set up that she can have a standing up to her tyrannical yeah, mother. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even take any notes for this fucking thing. They go to the dancing cat. They perform. Well, no, something happens first. Oh, the Luke scene. Oh, the, I do have notes on the Luke scene. Yeah, because it's the only good outfit Chanel's worn so far. It, where it's like these bitching white capris and a flowy pink sparkly top and she wasted on like apologizing to and like making up with her future stepdad and I don't know why this wasn't trotted out for strut or any of the other actual good fun dance sequences because it's a very cute outfit. We get Emma you should have been the, the costume designer for that this That woman's film. a villain whoever should've this been. is. <laughs> the real villain of the, um, is the it's not Marisol it is the real it is her 
But this is a scene I was talking about where there that it feels like it's from a different movie. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Like, like where she walks up behind the moms talking, and I was she like, can hear them being like. I think that the reason Luke hasn't froze is because Chanel doesn't like him, so she goes to have a one on one with Luke. Uh, this is also very emotional. It's really it's a it's a hard scene, honestly, because she basically just says kind of what we talked about that like my mom has been hurt so much in the past, and I feel like I'm the one who has to stick up for her. And she said, uh, "I've been the wall that kept the hurt, kept out the hurt," which was a very like I. I, that was a little much. Also, I was like, "How are you? Like, are you? How involved in your mother's love life are you as a child?" I know. I but I thought it was sweet because I think her mom has had bad boyfriends, and so she's had to like no, it is hate sweet. them all. And he's actually, and she's like, "I realize now, like, you're a good guy, and I've been do, treating you like you're not." And I feel like she's always known. But I don't know. I really... I think she's just now telling him that's like... I. She basically says, I don't want to be the barrier to your love anymore because I realize that... I don't need to be the wall. I'm not going to hurt her. No. And he's yeah. like, I don't... I never, never would hurt her. Well, he says I would never hurt her. And then she goes, that's what everyone says before they do. <laughs> Sweet. Um, but then this man proceeds to do the worst marriage proposal I've ever seen put to film. Oh, yes. The proposal scene. Yes. He... Literally looks. I thought it was gonna be so elaborate and gorgeous because they're in this beautiful villa. By no, the I didn't care about that. That he didn't have like a whole thing prepared because he clearly didn't wake up thinking he was gonna do this today. But he literally looks like they shoved him on frame and he with had, no lines. With no lines. And I because they were like, "Yeah, you just ask her to marry you." Improv it. Yeah, you just ask her to marry you. Don't think about it too but hard. He didn't thought about like, it too hard. He's just, he just like scrambled. Like no, also no blocking. He just like scrambles over to her and it's like, "Hey, hey, hey, I, I have a question for you, real quick. Will you?" He gets out of the, oh, will you marry me? It's like he forgot where he was supposed to be standing for his mark. It's where he, like, he forgot what he was supposed to say. And it's like he forgot how the scene was supposed to end. And he just imploded on himself. It was so awkward. It, and she's staring at him like, hello? Like, yeah, what's like, going yeah, and, on? And, and, like, she doesn't even look surprised. She looks somewhat annoyed. And everyone else is watching him from the doorway. And I'm like, dude, is this how this is supposed to happen? Yeah, it, it seems like they were like, you're going to die in a minute if you don't ask her to marry you. And he was panicky and freaked out the entire time. Uh, but she says yes, obviously. She literally says yes and then goes, yes! Like, like. She literally puts her her jersey over her head and does the airplane thing they do on the soccer field. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, everybody's watching. USA! USA! No, <laughs> uh, but everybody was watching, they all come out and celebrate. And uh, Now they finally need to rehearse one fucking time. That's accurate. But I did want to mention, are you familiar with the uh, alternate ending of this movie? Don't they show the wedding in the they, alternate they, ending? There's an alternate ending where they do show the wedding. And it kind of sucks. It seems very... <laughs> this man is so rich. He, they should have a gorgeous, beautiful wedding. They ran out money and that's well, why they cut it because they're like somebody saw it and they're like this is ugly oh uh, but yes they go to joaquin's studio to rehearse and he is there and this is this is where he they they make up the count and don't. because he's poor guess he's what? poor i they, guess they're like one of those arist- aristocracies that you know are aristocratic families where they have a title but no money left they're gets got spent and um he's coriolana snow at the beginning of <laughs> songbird and snakes this is we're just referencing uh, movies we've seen over the holidays you know, so basically, you know, the same as being in a foster family. Also, I was like, goodbye, bitch. That was the main appeal of you. And... <laughs> What's the, I, I don't know about that. Well, was for me. And they're What's on the a, main appeal of Luke? Uh, they're on a stunning rooftop, I also want to say. Did Very like good rooftop. And now they are going to go into the interview and practice for the first time. Oh, hang on. They full-on kiss. Oh, yeah, they do full-on kiss. Yeah, they, which I was surprised by. I was like, it, oh. They'd also... Sorry, I didn't bring this up. They don't let freaking Luke and Juanita kiss. No. I was like, they're two adults who just got engaged. Why can't you let them kiss? Gotta save that lip smacking for these two teens. Yeah, maybe they're like, we only get one, so we're giving it to the Honestly, main character. Honestly, maybe. That's what I 
only one of them can have a love interest because they can't have multiple kissing scenes. They need yeah. to just pick one for every movie. I guess so. They then go to rehearse and they do step up, it's time to work it. Step up for the Cheetah Girls. Step Joaquin up. has also apparently installed an entire sign that says the Cheetah yes. Girls in the, his dance For a studio. rehearsal. For a rehearsal. I Nothing think, is taking place there. Not even their practice performance. This is a rehearsal. This is something I wanted to talk about. I feel like this movie, and I feel like this is Kenny being Kenny, is that like, this movie I feel like really plays with ha- what kind of musical the Cheetah Girls is. Because in the first one, they are mostly like 100%. Like we are in universe performing these songs, you know? Yes, like, like as they are performing in universe, the songs are being performed. Yes, this one I think blurs that line a little bit more where like you have stuff like Strut where yeah. I was like, are they really like in canon singing down the streets of Barcelona right now? And for the record, good. I It's way better. It's way better, yeah, to just be able to pop off. So like stuff like that, I'm kind of like, why is like that it happening? because then it lets like I'm sorry, but this the Kenny Ortega style of musical for children at least. Why I'm talking, why I kind of make the jokes about Coco Melon. It's moving very fast. There's not a lot of like dragging moments. Is that like it allows you to take boring scenes, like when the characters are fighting or having a breakdown, like they're you know a separate, and just put a song over it. Call that a day. Yeah, I, I, but that's what I'm saying is that I feel like it's a good way to have your cake and eat it too. Absolutely. To like be like, yeah, they're just they're getting a little bit bigger, and because this whole movie has a general like almost tongue in cheek tone, like in terms of its realism, like it kind of you, you kind of don't question. It's like, yeah, of course they have a cheetah girl sign behind them that has come out of nowhere apparently. Um, and they also go straight from this rehearsal to performing it at the Dancing Cat. Like yes. it, is, it is a like star wipe into their actual performance. There's also can you perform. Go, go to the performance of the Dancing Cat. You oh, need to see this extra. Oh. You need to see this extra. Why do you pay such close attention to the extra? And I also like Art. miss the two main characters kissing. There's a really aggressive extra who gives them the craziest thumbs up. I do love this. Is like their cheetah costumes, which look really good. The, their costumes on stage always no, look they're great. They're covered in like newspaper. Chanel looks great here. Oh yeah, it's like news, newsprint themed. Keep watching this one. <laughs> God Just damn it. bobbing her head? No, she was... Oh, God. It was better better when I saw it. I, it didn't really translate, Emma, guys. I've never, had to, I've never had to ask you this question before. Were you on something no. when watching it? Just no, to, it was in the middle of the day. Just the drug of the cheetah I girls. couldn't stop watching the extras in this movie for some reason, guys. Like, the, the, the extras at the front of the stage are going nuts. I did, full I did notice the woman in the beret. Right. I did notice I, her. I'm sorry. They're, they mesmerized me. And I, and I and the stage performance is amazing. And also, I, yeah, Luke and Joaquin... Not Luke. Uh, Angel and Joaquin and are hanging out. Apparently, they know each other. Yeah, they're friends. Well, they're everyone the... knows about the spirit of Barcelona. Yes, everyone. <laughs> in many ways, it's a character in and two of itself, literally. But they blow the roof off the place. Everyone's yeah. going wild. And I actually love, there's a great shot of Lola just, like, golf clapping because she's like, ah, these cheetahs have ruined my plans. And she introduces them to the owner of the club. Yes. Who is what I can only describe as a sex trafficker. I have no clue what this guy's vibe was. <laughs> bad. It, it was bad. <laughs> I mean, it was bad for sure, but it was like... He's he offering them... All... Wads of cash that he pulls out. He literally seems like kind of like Luke with his proposal. He literally seems like he's not sure which illegal scheme that this is a part. He's like, hey, um, you want this money? I'm giving you money, right? $1,000 each. I was like, what's going on? His accent also changed. He was at first Australian sounding, and then he sounded British by the end, and I was like, who is this I guy? have that note as well. It's accent is exactly. impossible, it's all impossible to parse. And he basically hands them loose bills and they take it with... <laughs> I don't know what accent does this club owner have? 
<laughs> Sorry, I just saw that note. Oh, wait, also, for the record, after they get engaged, they say, yeah, they're going to live in New York, because Luke isn't going to... Yeah. Luke isn't going to... That make... was never an issue! Yeah, no, because he was like, I'm not going to make you give up your senior year of high school. Like, yeah. But like, again, the second she goes to NYU... Yeah, the second she goes to college, let's yeah, move back. It's not a problem. Just give her one year. So they take the money from the club owner being paid for their performance, which is a key important fact, because that will come up later, Which folks. is the main... Well, in like five, five seconds. seconds. <laughs> Had this happened earlier in the movie, I would have been... It would have been a reveal. Yeah. I'm telling you, they were like, shit. We have to set something up to happen at the end. After they get paid, and also for the record, Lola says to all of them, like, take the money. Uh, they're like, okay, whatever. So they all go to backstage of the new voices competition. They've got these amazing outfits and bags that Aqua signed. Yeah. And then Bong Joon Ho, the director, shows up and is like, hey, <laughs> guess what? I found out. <laughs> the famed Spanish the man. The famed Spanish <laughs> Bong Joon Ho. Um, also, the venue for this is so gorgeous. It's good. Yeah, we talked about it. I know I said it. Um, and he's like, I found out you guys got all paid for performing at the Dancing Cat. Guess what? This is an amateurs-only competition. You have disqualified yourselves for You're not amateurs anymore. You took money from that sex trafficker. Get out of my weird amphitheater, ancient amphitheater. I need to go shoot a film called Parasite. <laughs> and then this little, this little fucking, I said I smell a ratatata. She has a plan so fast. Oh, yeah. She's a bit like, well, obviously, since you all can't perform, you've come all this way. I mean, Chanel. What if Chanel Chanel knows some of Marisol's songs. Why don't you guys perform together? That way, someone from the Judy Girls is represented on stage. Yes, and you haven't come all this way for nothing. Yes, and they're and honestly, they're all kind of like, yeah, all right, mature, mature, like, Gabriella, Gabriella. Wow. I'm so sorry, guys. I need. Mean, I would like to point out we are within spitting distance of the Glendale Galleria right now, and you're disrespecting both this character and and the, mall. And the movie and the the mall. Yes, I don't know why. I said Galleria that. was very mature and was like, yeah, you know what, you should do it. We it, why would we all not be able to perform? That's BS. You should perform with Maddie Soul. Uh, and also now Dorothy is on her grind. This is my one qualm with Dorothea in this movie. Like, you should have been at the gig. What were you doing before? What like now she's on this woman's case, and I'm like, you fell off designing your fat your couture and probably uh, who, who could blame her? Probably just like fucking ripping shots with Juanita after she got engaged. That's why she wasn't at the dancing cat. Oh, you know they hit the town hard. hard. Oh, where's that movie? Oh, I can't tell you what I would pay. <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. This is the scene where they say they're living in New York, but who cares? Um, but then they're like, well, this all sucks. And they don't blame Lola. They're like, she was just trying to help us, yeah. whatever. Um, but she's like, but you know what we have to do? And they go back to the sex trafficker. I also like this part where, because this was so classic, like Mr. Darcy, like with his big mansion. They're like, Luke, can you fix this? Like, is there anything you know, like, they, did say, <laughs> they did say that. They were like, Luke, can you do it? And I was like, what could he do? He's just rich. He doesn't have anything to do with And I agreed with them. I'm like, if you're my rich boy, Friend, you should be able to solve any problem for me, regardless of how big or Throw small. Throw some money around. <laughs> yeah, move some money around, make it happen. Uh, yeah, I'm wild. I forgot about that. Thank you. But they go back to the sex trafficker club owner and give him the money back. And like, it just felt wrong to take it. They say it's the print. He's like, "This is a first for me. Why are you giving it back?" And they say it's just the principle of the thing. And, and guess who sees them do this? So obviously, <laughs> like he is. They literally walk directly he's towards. He, no, no, no. But I'm saying they don't see him. He is standing behind. But he's right right there he's he is standing next to not behind next to a pillar that is kind of in a shadow and they walk directly straight towards him and then peel off at the last second and then he emerges from the shadow like oh ho and i was like everyone saw you standing there and he he we see him <laughs> go to talk to the club owner presumably and then it gets backstage to the to the competition they're all just hanging around uh marisol and chanel are you know practicing warming up lola tries to be like dorothea's like oh it's the same how this had to go and dorothy was like get the, get hell the up. fuck get away from me <laughs> out of my space right now. I will cut it. And this was the hardest I laughed in the entire movie is Bong Joon-ho shows up again. <laughs> 
And he is like, I have been informed that you, Lola, arranged you for them. You set them up. You set them up. You arranged for them to be paid at uh, this competition. And she goes, what? That's, what is your source on that? A very trusted source. My nephew. And there is literally a dramatic Spanish guitar. Uh, ta and then Angel is up. Uh, Angel is up in the freaking like rafters uh, and like uh, on his own balcony. It and was, I know they returned the money because my nephew saw them do that. As yes, well. but it was the most like he, he's having his guitar. I assume he played that for himself. A dramatic boom, and then cut to him. It was awesome. I was like Angel, I really don't get your character or like you at all. But that was I absolutely I gotta respect the game. He barely says anything. What is his character? He doesn't no, speak. No, he's the heart of Barcelona. That's all. That's all the character. He needs. He's a silent watcher on but, the wall. But uh, but and they're all like, "You were there," and I was like, "You visibly the all saw. Him. There's like, no way you couldn't have seen him. It's insane." Um, and then he, they're like, "So the cheetah girls can perform," and he's like, "Yeah, get it together, girl. You have like half an hour." And they're all like, "Oh hell yes!" And uh, they all blow blow past Lola. They don't have time for that bitch. And she goes to Myra Sala and is like, listen, you can still win this on her own. And she goes, no, I don't want to do this anymore. You've actively made me seem like I'm a dick. I'm starving. I'm You've made me seem out. like a dick in front of all my friends. Uh, we're not, I'm not doing this anymore. And she drops out of the competition, ostensibly. And I'm going to go get a hamburger, mom. No, she goes to get some churros. Yes. Because they, we, first of all, we cut to the competition in progress. And there's a guy performing <laughs> with a DJ. And I have a million questions about this musical act. It is such a weird thing. I wish thing. we would gotten at least 10. Ten more seconds of them, at least ten. I, like, like, like Kenny, do like the High School Musical, like the bad auditions. Show us some of the other acts because this it's one. Like, is, but it also feels like Luke's proposal, where it feels half-assed. We're just like, get out there and do something. Yeah, get out there, there and do it's something. literally just a guy in a suit like singing Spanish music over a dude like doing like a hip hop DJ thing. It's so confusing. It's such an auditory blitz. They don't go together. No, that's what I'm saying. It's really weird. And then a guy comes out and is like, "Okay, everybody, time for the new voices competition's favorite performer." You all know her and I was like wait everyone knows her but, but she's, she's a new and new she's voice. the favorite and she's lost yeah, three years ago. yeah and, she, and it's Barcelona's own Marisol and they don't and she doesn't get up and we just see her in the crowd eating churros and I was like good for you queen get it and they're like, oh, well, I guess you couldn't make it. All right, well, I guess from America, here's the Cheetah Girls, you know. <laughs> yeah, fucking, like, fucking heroes. <laughs> who cares, really? Like, and I, and like, they're, and also, they're like, here's the Cheetah Girls, and it's Angelos. Yeah, and, yeah. This okay. performance, guys, is this, 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 okay, we, I need to slow down. How did stop they the organize world. this? Stop the world, if I need to get They didn't know off. they were going to go on. It, first of all, it, well, it's set up by that dude who has disappointed the crowd. They're going into it with a disappointed crowd. And they are, and he's like, yeah, here's the Cheetah Girls, whatever. And they literally, it's Angel in a little matador jacket. It's Angel in a little matador jacket. <laughs> who is the nephew of the guy who runs the competition? Why would he be allowed to perform? Why? Well, Emma, it's going <laughs> to only get worse. But then it's freaking Galleria comes up in the most insane outfit a human the being The train has. is longer than Princess Diana's on her wedding day. It is a long red train that snakes with the guy that she has to detach to be able to They dance. They decided, instead of doing the standard Cheetah we're going matadors, I guess. It's but full boss. But that's mostly really for Galleria and Chanel. The other two outfits are much less uh, overstated. Chuchis is really cute. It's really good. She it's has a, a flower. It's and an amazing one, but it's just Galleria. Galleria is wearing a hat without a top. Oh, it's, it's a power just hat. the brim. It's a it's power just, hat. But it's just the brim. Her head sticks out of the top. But yeah, Angel is performing the Spanish car, and she's just dramatically walking. She's like, this song is it's from, dedicated to, to, to Barcelona. Barcelona. To Barcelona. Where I found an angel around, around every, every corner. corner. 
And I was like, did you guys rehearse this with him? Because he wasn't around for any of your rehearsals. And I've never heard you guys speak. This is why the performance outfits pissed me off, though, because I'm like, you can dress them. Chuji looked amazing. Dorinda looked so good. These these are such cool outfits. Um, but they they start performing. Choreo is insane. I mean, yes, it's amazing. Um, uh, but I mean the song's great. It's Amigas Cheetahs. Amigas Cheetahs. Friends for life. What song are you going to have you put in the middle of Because you sung all of them. I have the Spanish lullaby. You know that one. <laughs> but that's as they perform, the, much that's like, what keeps us tight. Much like they, <laughs> much like they hypnotize everyone with Spanish lullaby, the crowd in this amphitheater goes, goes feral. <laughs> they start tearing the place apart. I mean, I'm surprised there wasn't a literal mob, like a riot. It, it is a riot. In many ways, it's a riot. And it only gets worse because then they invite Marisol up to sing and with them. And then they're like, people's faces are melting off Raiders of the Lost like, Ark. It, it like, it's like light is shooting out of their goddamn eyes. It is insanity in this in this stage. On this, And when they scene. bring out Marisol, I kind of got chills myself. Also, I mean, she, there's so much energy. Also, she, like, she's fully prepped. She has a mic. And I was like, I thought you Quit. How are no, you? How are you ready. stage she ready? Needed, well, she just had needed some carbs. She needed a carbo load. She was hungry, and now she's ready. And she performed some of the song like fully in Spanish, in Spanish. like, and, and then Chanel does the English translation of like her lyrics. I think then the most <laughs> insane, the most. So first of all, all of Joaquin's dancers show up and well, start dancing. Said all of his male dancers show up. All of them. And then a fucking drum line. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, how was how, how was this allowed? How was any of this? We didn't see any of this. See, 30 minutes ago, they weren't supposed to go on. How did they get all of this ready so quickly? There's a literal fucking drum line. Also, how was this allowed? How was one <laughs> act allowed to have 45 people on stage? Not, well, I don't care about any of that. The one thing I care about the most is the goddamn director comes out playing the trumpet. And I was like, you or play the trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> the festival. <laughs> and presumably one of the, like, he has a saying who wins. Who I think was, we see some judges. Who but was such a stickler for the rules not not 20 minutes ago is playing the trumpet with his nephew. Not just playing, ripping the goddamn thing. He is, like, vibing. He's bouncing up and down. He's never is felt this, more alive. This is not an amateur competition. Would you not consider this assisting them? <laughs> It's so much bias. Like, what the hell? And watching them turn this into a fucking street festival. No, they're starting to turn it into an uprising. This is uh, this is like they're going to take to the streets. I'm just looking. I'm like, I think they might have this competition locked up, God. I guess I don't know. Like, well, and I guess what? Who's gonna beat this? And also, guess what? We don't know because the, the musical number they just proceed out and the movie ends. We don't know if they won. We don't know who won. We don't and, know. And and the credits rolled over the street. They proceed out like a street festival. Yeah. I'm sitting in my apartment clapping. Alone. Of clapping. I said, this is the most electric thing I've ever seen. The song also, by the way, is seven minutes long. Oh, it's they so do, long. They do a full curtain call where everyone goes out to the front and bows. The dancers, the drum line, Angel, Joaquin. They do a that dude with his trumpet. Marisol. They do a curtain call and then the, then the movie ends. My note was, wow, I want to go fucking party in Barcelona <laughs> with those people right now. Yeah, the streets are going to be Don't filled. Know if, I mean, the streets are going to be filled with partiers for three days after I, this. I think we're to assume they won since the director performed. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's also, End of movie. Well, it's also funny because I, I did have the note that it's really funny because the lyrics of this song are all like, nothing's going to tear us apart. We'll always be together. And then in the next movie, it's just the three of them without Raven. <laughs> 
Absolutely. She really got sick of their bullshit, probably. Um, uh, which I just thought was funny and ironic. I can see why they wrote in, like, a wrap-up wedding scene, but then they were probably just, like, brings the energy No, down. but that's the thing. It's not a wrap-up. It's not, like, a scene. It's just, like, a music video for one other song called Cherish the Moment. Like, you see them get married during it, but it's not like there's dialogue or anything. It's really weird. They were really like, at, least the, at least the version I they found. They were probably like, this is so electric. Don't bring the mood down after this. Oh, you know Kenny was like, you can't. You have to end on the showstopper, obviously. You end on the lift. You end on the lift. You end on the lift. But yeah, that's the Cheetah Girls too. It is a unique film. It's a party, man. It's yeah, it's a party. It's got. You gotta wake up with your pants off and not know what happens. It's got some highs and some lows. It really like had its way with me. I will say that, like, because I was just like. Well, the movie ended and I was clapping in my apartment, yeah. but I was like, what happened in that movie? Like, I, I I felt like I had such a good time, but then I woke up and was like, did I go to a party last night? Like, I didn't really, and then I had to dissect through rereading my notes, The Conflict, and I was like, yeah, there kind of isn't one, but I had such a good time. What would you say this movie's about? Like, if you had to pick, like, a theme. So, is it just about being friends? Because they already are. Yeah. She does friends for life. Yeah, I agree with that, but it's like... The rhythm and the music, that's what keeps them tight. Yeah. I mean, that's all accurate, but... And I think it's about, like... Just vibing in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I think it's about vibes. I think this movie is a vibe-based This is movie. a vibe movie, for One sure. One of the first movies based solely on vibes. It's a, it's a vibes movie, for sure. But it's an enjoyable time. I mean, I obviously kind of appreciate that they were like... We we did the cheat. We had the Cheetah Girls one, and so we're doing Cheetah Girls two. And they just started like, let's just try and take it in a little bit of a different direction. I mean, obviously taking it out of America. There are not good... many decoms shot on location. No, in Europe. In Europe, that was. I'll tell thing. you that much. Yeah, for this sure. This was a revelation. And I also want to say, just for like a roundup at the end here, this premiere was a big deal to, oh, to everyone. Yeah. It was like, and we had like we hosted like a night with like my friend where we made like movie passes. Remember we babysat those kids, so we had to do a Cheetah Girls oh, premiere night. I do remember. We were babysitting that. our mom's friends' kids, and we the whole activity we planned was like. Cheetah Girls 2 premiere night. And it was the highest rating of a DCOM at the time. At like the time. this had out, this beat High School Musical, and then I think this was then beat by High School Musical 2. Oh yeah, High School Musical 2 blew everything out. Yeah, bit. but this was a top High School Musical as like the biggest premiere in DCOM history. It had like 8 million viewers, which is like nuts for a, like a Disney Channel TV movie. So like, they had proof of concept in the first one and, like, I think money to spend, but, like, it it, 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 it rules. It speaks for itself. Yeah. It's, it, like, as a movie, it has its failings, but as just, like, a source of vibes, it's, it's impeccable. And I will say, like, I don't know what it is, like, and I mean, we'll cover it, I guess, but, like, I didn't even see One World. Neither did I. I've never, I've never seen it. I never seen it. The I second Raven left, so I, like, so, I, so I'll be very, uh... I, I will be candid about our I life. I threw a party for this one and said by the second time World one World Well, it was also, to be fair, it was just that the, it came late. It, yeah. it, it, it didn't It didn't come quick enough. Like Because maybe I was too old. You definitely were. Right? And okay. I, I barely was. So to let you guys into our lives a little bit, I'll be very candid about our lives briefly. Is we'll be too candid. We had, as children, our own dedicated TiVo, uh, separate from like the main TV room. I don't even remember this. Because our mom didn't, mom and dad didn't want us taking up all the TiVo space with our- With shit like Cheetah Girls 2. With Cheetah Girls 2, <laughs> and then all my Saturday morning cartoons and whatnot. Um, and I remember that the, the Cheetah Girls One World sat on that TiVo for years, and I never watched it, but I always was like, is today the day that I watch Cheetah Girls One World? No, and that day never came. But it, it was will never come. Never that day. It will come eventually. But that's just such a strong memory I have is that we we kept that on the TiVo forever. Um. Yeah. I ten out of ten. Uh, I'll give her an eight. That's cruel. I as a movie, I have to give it an eight. If I was great, if I was rating the vibes, I'd give it higher. 
I read on Vibes Alone. You do. That's very well known for you. Um, but given speaking to your criteria, what movie are you watching next month? So a bit of a topical pick, and I also like feel like we've done it. Yeah, I was looking at the list and like I'm running out of picks. I don't even we might have done this one already. I don't remember what movies we've done on this podcast. I fully had one selected and then realized halfway through the Wikipedia summary that we had already covered it. <laughs> what was it? Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, we did that. <laughs> I was like a Sabrina Carpenter one we haven't done. No, we absolutely did that. All the way through the Wikipedia summary, and I was like, actually I think we did do that. To be fair, it wasn't very memorable. Slipped right in. I don't have enough room in my brain for these movies, you guys. I have to take them in and then let them go. I want to do, because of topical things like the Oscars and things being on everyone's mind currently, certain celebrities might have had a big movie or a big monologue. Oh, we're doing Killian Murphy's uh, (laughs) decom? It's actually Robert Downey Jr.'s decom. Oh, awesome. It's really inappropriate. There's a lot of cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would like to do one of the best monologues of, uh, you know, the most recent year that clearly nobody on Twitter has opinions about. She's doing the award circuit right now and there's a line from from this movie is actually uttered in one of the biggest blockbusters of the year. Oh, I know. We have to give credence to when DCOM is represented in an Oscar nominated film. We do have to do that. And all I can say that is si se puede. Si se puede! Si se puede! Next month, we are going to honor the Oscar nominated film Barbie and America Ferreira by doing Gotta Kick It Up, America Ferreira's DCOM. Which is referenced in in Barbie. Barbie. Uh, which is incredible. I I st- stood up in the theater and applauded when that happened. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'll be fun. I feel like I feel like I'm surprised we haven't done that sooner, given that it's a cheerleading decom. And well, I'm kind of glad that we saved it now. I am. It worked. It out. was referenced in Barbie. It worked I, out great. If it you really would have told me two years ago that there was going to be a decom reference in a major blockbuster that was nominated for Oscars, I would not have believed you. That is very accurate. And all for also for all my Luke stands out there who are being like, well, Luke shouldn't Luke get to pick since January is his birthday? There's uh, no Luke stands. Well, also we're doing we're, <laughs> wow. That that was hurtful. Um, no, we're doing. We're gonna be probably be doing a shortened season of the comedy because of the strike. So you're only probably gonna get around six or seven episodes this season. So uh, we're not gonna. Stick when do our seasons start? Is this the start of a new season? Well, it's, the Cheetah Girls two was supposed to be. This was supposed to come out in September. Is when our seasons start. Oh. Uh, no, sorry, August. August is when our seasons start. But because of our lives and just never happens. Should we say our season starts now in January? Yeah, it is. this is a, yes, and then uh, we're gonna do probably only six movie episodes because we're doing like a half season basically because Great. the thing started. But yes, we will, I'm excited to get to that in February. Um, but for right now, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? I'm at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Also X. Oh, of. no. <laughs> has it been so long since we recorded this? I, I don't Twitter know. I've went, never called it X. No one like, ever until right now. So. Or, well, or at least we have to do the, the on X, formerly Twitter, like articles have to do or whatever. But I'm at Wildfire underscore King on Twitter. But most importantly, you can find us on Twitter or X at Decomedy Podcast. Give us a follow there. Become a loyalty comrade. We really appreciate seeing you guys uh, tweet about the show. So many of you tweeting at us asking where new episodes are. I understand. Here you go. And also, if you could find us on the old iTunes or Google Play or whatever you're listening to us on and give us a good rating, we'd really appreciate it. It helps us out a rate lot. Rate and review. Spotify, iTunes, yes, wherever it is. And do. I just want to say to everyone who tweeted at us, at me, um, with their Spotify wrapped for the end of the year saying that we were on it. That was really sweet. That was. And it brightens really cool. my day to know that we got you guys are listening to us you know, throughout Way the year. Too much. Too much. I, I, I'm so appreciative of it, but no one should listen to me that much. Um, but I it's don't. very sweet, and we appreciated seeing all of those posts. That was really nice. That was very nice of you guys. And I hope you all are having a great 2024 so far, starting the year off right. Also, you should go to audioentropy.com and see all the great podcasts there. Uh, but we will see you in February to kick things up. But for right now, DCOMs forever. Bye-bye. Bye.
That sounds very good, girls. The whole thing has hit quite a sour note, Lola. Oh, no. Now, listen. I'm very sorry that they had to suffer on my account, but these girls are flexible. They're going to make it. Don't you worry. I have no doubt. Your future, however, is still a little murky. What are the Cheetah girls doing here? Normal. My friends are just here to wish me and Marisol good luck. Yes, sir. We're on our way out. Wait, wait, wait. Senora Duran, I have been informed by a reliable source that you arranged for the Cheetah girls to get paid for their performance at the Dancing Cut. What? Who would say such a thing? My nephew. Your nephew. And who is your nephew? Angel? You were there? Yes. Watching out for, how do you say it, the principle of the thing. So the Cheetah Girls will perform. As the Cheetah Girls. With my apologies, I'm a base good wishes. In about half an hour, vamos, vamos! Now the rules clearly state. I don't need you to tell me the rules. I wrote them. The Cheetah Girls will perform. Cheetahs, it's showtime!